0: Travolting presents The Fraser's Edge. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Covering Monkey Bone. With special guest, Mark Tilly.
1: While well, we recording. Oh. Woo!
2: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Was
1: that the intro you had planned? Wait wait, wait, wait a minute!
3: Wait a minute! Wait! Wait I I think I have one better. I told you to do the ooh ooh, ah ah before. He does not even do that at all in the movie. He's not very monkey.
0: He's not very monkey. He's not a
3: monkey at all. No way! I gotta I gotta even. He's not a monkey. Kind of like
0: you know, he's John Titoro. He's just
3: a yeah. He's just a boner. (laughs) He's (laughs) he's not a monkey. He's just a boner. (laughs)
0: Everyone's
3: like ah in the scene. All right,
1: so folks. Do you remember watching an early two thousands movie where two people with two different personalities ended up swapping bodies and one causing mayhem the other one's life while the other one tries to focus on getting their body back? Mm-hmm. If you think I'm talking about the two thousand three movie Freaky Friday, you are mistaken. I am instead talking about the two thousand one movie Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone. That was the intro that I yes. had planned. Okay. Yeah. We'll use. I, I'll. I'm gonna start from the the monkey screaming. <laughs> my scream. And we'll let the audience decide which one I should have started us in.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, now that we've litigated our intro already,
1: we're in the episode.
2: Like, yeah,
0: welcome, folks, to our episode on Monkey Bone. Uh, we're, we're joined a great after a long time. Once again, we're joined by Mark Tilly. I'm yeah!
3: back. I'm Cole Bradley, I'm coming for you. Are you six? <laughs> what is this, <it>, Six? <laughs> what's what's Cole at? Let me. I see. don't know. So, our
1: Travolta Instagram actually has like the yearly recap, uh, and it was Ange Gardner did a we were really, t- and we were tied. I think That's so. That's what I saw.
3: I don't want to know if he recorded one since then.
1: I don't think so, right? Okay, for good. most okay, appearances, Cole Bradley and Mark Tilly tied for five. That was as of the 2022 wrap. Did wrapped.
3: he not do one with you recently, though?
0: That was the end of 2022. Yeah, his you last one. he has another one up soon. Though, his right? last one was in October for The Passion of Darkly Noon. Okay. He is still, he hasn't decided if he's doing The Quiet American yet.
1: So this makes him six. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so you're now ahead of Cole. You're
1: now ahead of Cole. <laughs>
0: Sorry <laughs> He had to say it
1: he Had to say it He simply had to say yeah. it
0: Yeah So Mark Telling now Our most uh, He's joined the Six timers club
3: Number one with the bullet Number one
0: <laughs> Number one baby Number one, Call baby. it
1: Call it The Tilly club Yep Cause he was the only one Yep <laughs> Yeah Party of one The Tilly is club Is there six letters in Tilly? There is Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well,
0: he's have one appearance for every letter of his last name.
1: So now, for for now on, uh, if if anybody else gets in the Six Timers Club, it's going to be called the Tilly Club. hmm The Tilly yep. Club. Yes. What yep. do we call the uh, Five Timers Cole's ti- going
0: to be so mad when we induct him into the Tilly Club. He's going to be furious.
1: Because I'm thinking, what can we call the Five Timers Club? The fucking Losers Club is what you can fucking yeah, call loser, it. Yeah, That's six letters. Loser Club. Bradley Lo- losers is fucking, six. Loser's fucking Bradley's five actually, letters, bro. Bradley's actually seven. Fucking shit. Yeah. Cole's Club? <laughs> Cole's <Club. laughs> well, because Cole's club. Well, because C O L E S, that's five letters. Cole's yeah. club. Because Th- is... Cole's still in the five me- Yeah. the the five Cole's club. members club.
0: This is what people sign up for is us <laughs> litigating what we're gonna call our in jokes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we have Cole and Cole's club. Yes. We have Tilly and Tilly's club. And then we'll figure out Fucking seven. incredible names for our clubs, by the way. Gotta <laughs> tell you. <laughs> course, We're working very hard on. on this. All right. Enough monkeying around, guys. Yeah. Back into monkey. We got to get down to the bone marrow on this thing. Yeah. Oh, that was that was... sweaty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, uh, so First, I just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our episode last week on uh, Bedazzle, Bedazzle with Will Angelico. Oh, we hope you enjoyed the oh episode. Oh, my God. Um, we're talking about another movie with multiple personalities in it. Yeah. Where Fraser plays a lot of different people. Yeah. It's kind of becoming a bit of a shtick for him. A little bit. Not like uh, in it, not in excessive way, but this is this is something of a trend that he's played uh, multiple personalities.
2: Well,
1: and unfortunately speaking, it's not in like the serious thespian actor. Yeah, it's not like split. Not like split. It's, like, split. it's not, like Fraser plays Fraser. I mean, Split's as wh- still like a pulp movie. One of Fraser's around. personality is what I call. Brendan Fraser Yes The other one is called Losing his goddamn mind <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Those are the two personalities He plays Yes This is not James McAvoy's split Doing very subtle things No On one hand You get Brendan Fraser going I need to get back to my body guys Like This thing is terrible And then cuts to the next personality Oh, oh Ah <laughs> like,
0: he's like, ah!
3: <laughs> thank you, Jeff. <laughs> no, by the time Monkey Bone, by the time he's playing fucking Monkey Bone, I don't even know what's going on in the yeah. movie. I don't even know what's happening. Oh, this movie is borderline incom- incomprehensible. Incomprehensible. And offensive. <laughs> incomprehensible. Very offensive. <laughs> this,
1: is a, this is a very offensive movie. <laughs> There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Oh, my goodness. Abraham Lincoln, the great emancipator. <laughs> From hell. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh. There is an uh, interesting pretext to this movie, though. Yes. Um, which I know a little bit about of. Maybe, maybe, maybe I? Do we want to do the context maybe corner? Maybe I do a little bit of the context corner.
0: Uh, well, uh do s- we want to recap Fraser first before we go into the context of the movie?
1: Sure. I mean, it's, it's kind of what we've already yeah. said and talked about that at this point, you know, Fraser's had his cap-off film yes. with the mummy. Next week, we're going to talk about the Mummy Returns. Yes, uh, the, the, we will return the long-awaited sequel that was greenlit the day the movie was released. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, uh,
0: and by long-awaited we mean uh, in a little under two years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since since the first one came. But out. But he's had
1: his cap off movie. He's now a name actor. He's drawing in the crowds like his face. He's, A-list. His he's above the title. He, he's a list. Uh, what did you say, Jeff? He's above the title. Above the title. Yeah, that's a good name for a podcast. Yeah. Hmm.
0: What plug it in the call?
3: Um. But still, the second choice for this movie, though. Yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. A re- he was That's second right. fiddle under Ben Stiller, mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that. But we'll, just to quickly yeah. cap off, like Fraser, so like he's he's done, you know, the Ricochet O'Connell action hero. Shortly after, though, when when he when he caps off with the mummy, we see him doing kind of going. I won't say going back, but fitting in his little shtick that we call, like, the blast from the past, like, stick. Yeah. And what we mean by that, it's like, you know, blast from the past, he was, like, the the happy dumb goof. Yeah. And blast from the past was a perfect, like, little... It was a perfect box for Fraser. Yeah. And then we get more replications of that, like in Dudley Duray, yeah. he's the dumb goof. And the lovable dumb goof, though. And then we get, he's, like, a little bit of a goofball in Bedazzled, um... That one's a little bit, got a little bit more layers to it, but not much. It's still kind of like he's sort of like the down on his dumps guy who's likable, but it's got his own problems to sort out. Um, and then we get Monkey Bone, which is, again, another, it would, it's almost like when you said bedazzled, like it's almost verbatim a little bit, kind of what bedazzled sort of does with his career. He's playing like a down on his dumps guy yeah. who is gifted in some ways, um, but suffers from a certain long running problem. Whereas Bedazzled, he was, wasn't very sociable, couldn't find a girl, needed extra planar help mm-hmm. from the heavens to get him what he wants, but it backfires on him. So he has to figure a way to get around that deal. And only through realizing what he was missing the whole time. Is his key to his salvation. It's the exact same in Mon- Monkey Bone. Yeah, it's literally the exact same. So, I want to say though that these movies just come out a year apart from each yeah. other. So it's hard. It, I can't. It's hard to say with Monkey Bone being a reaction. But my guess though is that
3: Monkey Bone shoots in 1999. All the live action stuff. Yeah. The year Mummy comes out. So it's not. It's not a reaction part. To the success of the mummy, right? Because there's no probably been no reception to that movie is not come out yet. Maybe or it's it. Let me yeah, see I, I don't know. But I know, I shot. know that like I feel like all the live action stuff was shot in 1999, and then Selleck gets to work on all the stop, stop motion. motion,
0: which takes which takes a while. Yeah, that's and
3: true. And then there's yeah. probably all the fighting and there's all the stuff like that before yeah. it's released in 2001
1: or or 2000. And so maybe it was more so like it, it, it's month. 2001. Yeah. Maybe it was more so a Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Mist situation. Yeah. Where they realized they were sitting on a gem here. <laughs> well,
0: no, I I think it really Beyond just... the Veil of
2: Mist. <laughs> Jesus. <Jeez. Yes. laughs> I think it's
0: very much like Fraser. You know, I want to talk about something else that's happening in Fraser's career at this time. Um, and that is that he almost gets cast as Superman around this time.
2: Oh. And it, is he... it
3: even an almost though? the first note I, I, the first like thing I noted at the top of this movie, and I've been saying to you for years yeah. is that like, motherfucker, he'd have been the best Superman. He would have been so good. At he'd have been,
1: been so fucking. Cool. And he I think,
0: been. and that is very much like everything we're talking about.
1: Is this around the same vein of like the Nicolas Cage Tim Burton Batman that we're this talking is about? After this, so, is, so this is not the same project. Yeah, Superman flyby. Yeah, the Warner Brothers has been trying to figure out Superman for
0: like fifteen years at this point, ever since Quest for Peace um imploded. Um,
1: well and also When Christopher Reeves Yeah Had his accident Yeah, yeah. And so they're trying to figure out What
0: they're gonna do next For Superman Yeah The Tim Burton one um, Which was Superman Super- What's it called Superman Lives, lives. Yeah is it the um, 90s It gets it gets very project. far Never gets made um, Then they kind of Spin their wheels For a little bit The next project That gets the closest To being made Is Superman Flyby um, Which is written By J.J. Abrams mm. It's a weird script It's a very strange script Yeah um, Fraser comes very close To playing To being like Asked to be Superman in
3: that, and it's so
0: crazy to think that also Cavill's also yeah Henry Cavill doesn't test for flyby, does he? He tested for for flyby. Henry Cavill test for uh, Superman flyby two thousand in two thousand yeah around two thousand two. What
1: was Henry Cavill in two thousand? Like in his
0: he's like in his like he's like twenty
3: yeah right early to mid twenties. But he's in is Is he no he's like thirty three when he's in in Man of Steel. Yeah, but he's like in his twenties. You know he's nobody. He just looks like fucking. He looks like that's their bar. Yeah. No, Their Hen- bar is what looks Luke, like. Yeah. There's pictures of him in the suit, like Henry. Henry
0: Cavill in- has the 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 uh, unfortunate uh, thing of being passed over for three major roles in the mid 2000s. Yeah, uh, he Casino auditions Royale. for Superman Flyby, then he auditions for Superman Returns. Mm-hmm. He gets very close. He's the second runner up for Returns. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get it. He auditions for Bond. Casino Royale. Yeah. Casino Royale gets very close. They pick Daniel Craig because they want to do it with a more grizzled, older, slightly older Bond. He almost gets cast as. Jacob, or is it Edward in Twilight? Uh, it's Edward. Edward. He yeah. almost gets cast as Edward in Twilight. He's the runner-up to Robert Pattinson. So he's the runner-up for Superman, James Bond, and Twilight um, in the 2000s. I mean,
1: one of those things we can be thankful yeah. for that he didn't get casted in.
0: But Pattinson has had an incredible career since then. So yeah, like it would have still on been... on Pattinson's part,
1: not on Twilight's mm-hmm. part. But So
0: Henry Cavill never like keeps getting so close to these things and never getting them. Mm-hmm. and then he finally gets his big shot 10 years later with Man of Steel, mm-hmm. and the movie comes out, and people like don't like it. <laughs> and then he does two sequels, and people don't like it. <laughs> Worked out well. And then he pops into The Witcher, and people kind of like it. It gets an okay reception, and then he leaves the seat, the show it, uh... to play Superman again, and they fucking cancel the whole universe.
1: Just to bounce back to The Witcher, like as, as mildly popular it was, the people that did like it fucking loved yeah. it. Small group, but they fucking loved yeah. it. I, I just... Which you could say that for any, like, property, that it's got a small yeah. fanatic, like, following, yeah. but I know The Witcher was, like, crazy.
0: There's no one has had worse luck in Hollywood than Henry Cavill, and that his entire 2000s are a
1: wash. I don't know. He's he's getting paid. There's what a lot of did? actors that can't work. Anyway. And That's why I'm saying worse <laughs> luck in Hollywood. There are actors sleeping in their cars, Jeff.
0: Yeah. I'm not counting fucking, like, Tom Bombadil uh, <laughs> trying to get his <laughs> fucking trying
1: That's to like the him. worst luck at Hollywood yeah. Jesus Christ all the actors yeah. listen to this Tom right Bob now
0: worst luck Superman. of a major <laughs> can get it
1: worst <laughs> luck of a major movie star yeah. heaven forbid I just think
0: it's funny that his entire 2000s are wash. he finally gets his big shot people don't like it he then gets something that people do like and then he leaves it to go back to the Superman thing and they cancel the fucking universe Man of Steel kind of underrated I yeah. like Man of Steel I don't don't like the sequels. I like Man of Steel. Yeah, Man of Steel's Um, pretty good. He pops up in Black Adam at the end to be like, hey, look, I'm back. And they're like, no more of this recasting. (laughs) Bye.
3: But goddamn, Brandon would have been good. Oh, but he would have been perfect. Perfect.
0: And I think that's the inherent core of one half of the Fraser dynamic at this time. Mm -hmm. Is that he's lovable, kind-hearted, goofy. But can Um, do the action star. Yeah, but he's still like, he has a heart of gold. He's yeah. all these things with the heart of gold. And that's Superman. Yeah. The Boy Scout. He's getting... And he said he was... He's kind of happy at that he didn't... That the Superman movie didn't work out. Because he didn't want to become a one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really Fraser's downfall at this time. Is that Hollywood pigeonholes him into the one-trick pony zone. Because mm-hmm. in all these movies, he's playing the big lovable galoot. Or he's playing sad guy who has to become the lovable galoot. Yeah. yeah, sure, maybe he would have gotten tied down to Superman,
3: yeah. and, you know, that might have, it might not, maybe, Mummy Returns might not have happened. Yeah. I mean, probably would have happened. Mummy Returns would have happened, a Tomb of the Dragon Emperor I wish it hadn't questioned. happened, but fucking, uh, like, yeah, no, but his two follow-ups, so his big action role, where he should have gotten pigeonholed as, like, a comedy action guy, are yeah. bedazzled yeah. and this movie yeah monkey that, bone where that, he plays it's doubly, that is a good point where he plays that is lunatics. a good point so, so he doesn't he, get to do the yeah. bounce off to a different yeah character yeah. like you know like rick o'connell he of, doesn't get to do that again yeah a different guy until like he does like looney tunes but like yeah. he never gets to again do the sort of like journey to the center of the earth <laughs> yeah but which like yeah but he never gets to
1: do more but you're right yeah like, so he's, all-
3: he's not i wouldn't say he's pigeonholed i'd yeah. say he's but he's held back. Of yeah, the two things
1: we would have preferred him to be pigeonholed by. Yeah. It's a shame that it wasn't the mummy mummy ridiculous. Because we've talked British
3: about how he's like very he did, Yeah. He doesn't even do like an airheads again. He doesn't even get to do like a
1: like just a proper doesn't get to do a passionate Darkly Noon ever again. Yeah. Because
0: we've talked about how like there's elements of Hollywood that have said like they were trying to make him the new Harrison Ford at the time. And the thing that's worthy of mentioning is Harrison Ford is in Star Wars, mm-hmm. then he does the sequel to Star Wars and Indiana Jones, and Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let himself become like the sci-fi guy. Essentially, yeah, he just like he's smart with his career and he doesn't have the same studio forces working against him that Fraser does. Yeah, because we've talked about like Fra- our big thing with Fraser is that he's a very egoless
3: actor. He's egoless and he's lovable. Yeah, but his career. Post mummy doesn't
0: really allow him to be lovable. He's a yes man who's willing to like just do whatever he's got to do for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be crazy. He'll go nude. He'll run around like a monkey. He never says no. It's how he got himself. It's how like he got to the point where he got injured heavily on sex. He's like, Yeah, I'll do one more. I'll do that stunt. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I just want to help you out make this movie. He's a very kind soul.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which bites him in the butt.
0: Yeah. Because like it comes to a movie like this where I think he's good in this movie, but. Like, this the movie doesn't go anywhere. And then it just kind of continues that, like, oh, he's playing the crazy, like, all these zany guy. The sad guy who has to learn to be
3: lovable. Yeah. Because yeah, he only, even when he's playing sort of, like, his most normal version at the beginning of this movie, where he's just playing yeah, depressed he's sort on, of Stu Miley. Yeah, He's still yeah. a nasty little freak. We'll get into the movie, but Stu Miley is a very weird character yeah. in that it's, like... Here's a g- yeah. Let me know when you
0: want to get into it cuz it's oh, yeah. it's weird, man. He, he Stewart uh, he does play a character named Stewart in this movie.
1: I know. Uh, I thought you were Very aware. Sure that. Very, oh, don't yeah. you think I'm aware? I'm aware. Uh yeah. We're getting close to talking about the plot. So Stuart, did you want to talk about yeah, the making? Yeah. I, I want to I want to talk about this the the context of the movie itself though because the context of this is also very interesting. Mm. This is a movie pitched as sort of a strange blend between like dark black comedy that has very like adult oriented themes to it but yet still with the like kid joke like has a very strange like adult swim cartoon network vibes yeah this is trying
0: well, to be an adult swim
1: movie especially. yes mm-hmm. well and this was actually um when this is around the time Cartoon Network created Adult Swim yeah. for their late-hour um, adult c- content. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is this is based on the comic book called Dark, Dark Town. Dark Town. Dark, Dark Town. Yeah. And it uh, was made by a Canadian cartoonist, um, and it was published in 95. And if you read this if you read like the general plot of this, it screams Henry Selleck or Tim Burton. Like it screams that vibe like Coraline or night before Christmas. Like it's, it's about a guy who gets in a coma in a car accident. It's very similar. It's literally the movie pulls exactly from this comic book, but just changes a couple things around spins. it to be a little bit more lighthearted, but it's essentially the same where like he gets in a coma. He's in like this weird nightmare realm, um where uh the whole the the god of sleep is trying to take over his body to unleash nightmare he has to like go find death and yeah. but it's it the the way that the comic book is sort of framed is more like greek mythology like yeah. um but it is described as like a world of like you know living puppetry and marionettes and mannequins and things like that like it's very it's got that very it's it's scream stop motion on yeah. like the cover Of this comic book. And so, which, when I'm thinking about it on paper, it makes perfect sense to make a movie with a cross-blend of like live action, but bring Henry Selleck in for the main direction to create all the puppetry things with it.
0: What's the major change Selleck makes of this movie, from that book? Is that he makes the main character a tortured cartoonist. Yes. Who everyone um, likes his stuff and wants to merchandise it and sell it. And turn it into theme park rides Yep. and McDonald's meals. Yep. And he doesn't want to do any of that because he cares about his art and his yep. craft. Yep. And he isn't interested in working with the
1: corporate stooges. And he's got a little bit of a side personality that tries to egg him on to do it for the money Yeah. that takes over for a short period of time in a Explodes in that realm. Yes.
3: When well, his side personality decides to, I'm going to harness nightmares and sell nightmares to everyone. Yeah. You know, it's like it's yeah, it's exactly. nightmares. Yeah. So,
0: and coincidentally, it's set before Christmas.
1: <laughs> so, it's everything, it's everything we just described <laughs> to the audience screams like it should be a fucking great movie. It is not. Yes. This is a really terrible movie. I don't know if I go terrible. It's pretty bad. It's probably the closest we we'll ever come to all agreeing on a movie in
3: terms of when I've been
1: on, I don't think
3: it's terrible. I think it's weird. And I think it was cut to fucking shreds. Yeah. But like,
1: uh, this movie does scream like heavy, heavy studio interference. Yes. That it got cut to death on the cutting room floor and was just rejiggered in so many different ways. Yeah.
0: This is my favorite genre of movie where it's movie about artists struggling with corporate interference, and then the movie gets interfered with by corporate. I generally don't like like movies like that. Oh, they're always bad, but it's my favorite thing to discuss is like movie about corporations messing with the movies, and then the movie
3: gets... Matrix Matrix (laughs) Resurrection.
0: They're not all bad, Stuart. They're not all bad. Matrix Resurrection is a good one. But that that didn't really get messed
1: with. I don't know. I I, I, I thought Matrix Resurrections was too far up its own asshole.
3: Matrix Resurrections rules. You're about to be too far up your fucking asshole i no, i sorry.
1: need to, i should i should preface that that is a movie that i have self-agreed that i should watch it a second time i've only seen it once
3: watch it in 10 years maybe grow up a little bit first now
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh mark tilly <laughs> he's doing the fistic cups you 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 can have a swing at me no nah, my first impression on watching that movie was it was way too far up its own asshole sure. for me and that's the thing well, that,
3: what's your impression of is your impression the same of this movie? Uh, that's why the, when I when
1: Jeff it. said like I love movies that have like its own like commentary on like st- studio interference. It's like any movie that like I, any movie that's about itself. I'm not a, generally a fan of Sure, because it's a it's a it's the it's the it's the casino magic lounge magician trick of like look at me and look how smart I am and outsmarting you guys. Being like, I'm writing a movie about this character who's a writer who's struggling with, like, creativity. So, like, yeah, okay, cool. But But guess what? But what's weird about this
3: movie is that Stu Miley is not struggling with creativity. I guess he's just kind of struggling with uh, success and (laughs) and, uh, his stuff making money like shit does. And he's, like, in those meetings, and he's there, and he signed up for them. But he seems depressed, and he just wants to marry his girlfriend. Uh, He's
0: like, I'm so mad my movies hit the cultural his, nerve and, and his everyone whole, wants like, to have the art his in their whole,
3: house. His whole, like, weird pilot, his whole, like, four minute pilot about him that being. sucks.
0: Can we just say Monkey <laughs> Everybody sucks. was like, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this cartoon sucks. is
3: not good. Um, and it, 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 the whole cartoon is about him as this sort of, like, kid who was, like, sexually repressed and made fun <sighs> of. But Stu Miley is not that. The movie is not about that. I guess Monkey Bone, like, is this sort of thing that developed in his brain to like, well, it's I don't monkey, even know what it's meant to it's like
0: monkey bone because it's his bone. Yeah,
3: no, I know that, but like, it's meant to like, but it, it does, it feels like it, it, he never feels <laughs> like haunted by yeah. monkey bones, horniness. He's just yeah. never like, Oh, you're
1: too this or you're too like, and I have to say, I don't feel like this movie is solved with like raunchier humor, like yeah. an R rating. I really don't. Like, watching this, it's like, I feel like this is, like, the is perfect amount of, like, raunchiness that's, like, tolerable in like, the early yeah. 2000s. I felt like if, like, like adding a a, a dick in one frame or actually yeah. having a sex scene wouldn't have made this movie any, like, more mature and therefore better for me.
3: No, yeah. Like, I felt like it, it... Do you think it's solved with scenes that cut together or... <laughs> What do you? It's, what? It's, I don't even. I don't even know if it's solved by that.
1: No, I. I think it's not it's, solved it by solved that. Solved by a through it, line. It's no. solved by a through line.
3: My favorite is the pea soup on his shirt. Oh my god! He just, he just walks into frame and he has the green stain all over his robe. And oh the guys like, "What happened there?" And apparently, there's a scene where he like falls over on a bowl of pea soup. Yeah, I think maybe it's funnier if he just goes, "Oh, it's pea soup." <laughs> I don't know yeah fucking weird but
1: but this i don't i i kind of i think that we're kind of in agreement like i don't know who this movie is for yeah and i think this the movie is very confused on what it's supposed to be about and who are we supposed to be like really rooting for here and like what end result are we like what what is the thing that if Stu miley gets will make him happy like, we're led to believe that it's... A wife. A wife. He just wife. wants his fucking wife. Right! <laughs> That's the whole thing. It's like, you mean to tell me he needs to, like, escape from the underworld, and he sways death by saying, there's a girl who I love. Bitch, you know how many dudes end up dead who probably tell the Grim Reaper, like, Oh, there's a girl that I never got to tell I love her? Can you give me, like, an hour back in the real world to, like, do that? like sure, honey, we'll do that. (laughs) But like, that would work if the movie was
0: more romantic, which it is not. It's It's not. not. And it's not even like, I guess you could say, this is a
3: movie about Stu Miley, uh, a comic artist who gets who falls into a coma and his horny monkey bone possesses his body while he's in a coma and just wants to fuck his girlfriend. But he doesn't even want to do that. It doesn't even want to do that. And then the monkey bone does propose to her, but it's just...
0: And out of obligation. Out of obligation? And she, she can't she, sue you in court?
3: The, I can't, yeah. Yeah. So. <sighs> not easy to follow this movie. But it, it's also like, it's not like it's as incomprehensible as I'm talking
1: about. It's just like. There are things to talk about with this movie. I will say that. Like, there, there is a discussion to be had about the movie and all the different, like, environments it tries to put Maybe us in. Maybe it's trying to follow too much of a through line. Whereas like,
3: Nightmare is just a series of bits and sort of just like gags, like visual gags, that cut together. Because that 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 movie is very simple. Yeah. And James and the Giant Peach is just a movie that's like
0: a series of visual gags and Nightmare on Elm Street is a movie about learning your fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay in your fucking lane. That, movie about. that movie's about. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, but I guess *James and the Giant Peach* is a is a good comparison because that that's another movie that blends real life with like the stop motion animation. But does but
0: it, I haven't seen that movie in probably fifteen years. So it it a, ago. Does it have a real life element? It has it a real d- life element. Real it's life at, element. at the top,
3: and he swallows a a glowing worm, and he turns into a little stop motion boy who's okay. inside the peach. So there's never like, and then once it turns stop motion, everything's in stop motion. Yeah. in that movie. It yeah. only really has like ten minutes of. Blended. Live action at the top. Okay. Yeah, there's just live action.
1: There's live action at the top. That's just live and it looks action. so
3: much better than in this fucking movie. Yeah.
1: It's like stylized. This they lean is, into like yeah. the stylization of like the live action where yeah. it's almost like it's stop all motion. like on stage and it's all like everything's matte painting, very pointed, like shot like canted angles yeah,
3: and stuff like that. it is very angular, just like really sort of like all the live action stuff is. Yeah. Until I mean, the stuff at the end, the, this movie's stuff at the end is where. What when, uh, when, when Catan jumps in here in the last? Oh, the movie kind the of Then kinda the cooks. movie starts to pick up and fucking rules, and you are kind of like the movie. I think needs Catan to get possessed at the top of the movie. Yeah, and then you kind of lose the the dark town stuff of it all. Yeah, and it needs to just be a proper body sw- like swap comedy. Yeah,
1: that's that's the that's the other ultimate thing. But, it's like it. It turns into a, like a classic early two thousands body swap film. The Bob, yeah, <sighs> the Bob Odenkirk chasing Catan is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's so
2: good.
3: In this movie. <laughs> that that is, is, so fucking is perfect. I was Bob laughing. I
0: think from the second Chris Catan gets possessed yeah. to the end of the movie, the movie's it's good. The movie's got like an I would oop- say capital G good,
3: <laughs> capital G good. The movie has like an oops all bangers, great fucking supporting cast. Yes. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's absolutely. its strength. You know. Thomas Hayden Church uncredited as like the Grim Reaper he's uncredited right like yeah he's not even in the. I feel like thank you (laughs) um my my toxic trait on this podcast is always just like wandering farther and farther back from this microphone. I'm though. going to turn your headphone level head up so you can hear okay. when you
1: get yeah, far away from out. the mic. Cut this out because I'm embarrassed. I'm no, mortified It's fine. Right it's fine. <laughs> I'm mortified little and little. people are going to be like oh, six times. Yeah, it's fine. I <laughs> can fix it. I can fix it. Six time. Like <laughs> I I can make people who don't talk in the mic very well sound good. Should we good. kiss right now? <laughs> Oh, Don't say God. what we just did. It's a secret. I won't. I won't. It's a secret. It was, really, it was um, really cute. So, but to go all back, I f- like, seeing this movie's, like, concept on paper Yeah, seems like a great idea. Yeah. Until you realize all the extra fluff they put into it. Yes. The body swapping thing, the wants to fuck his girlfriend but doesn't want to fuck his mm-hmm. girlfriend, the fact that he his whole entire purpose in this movie is that he wants a wife like just cut all that shit out and just have it be like, you know, he's in a coma. He's like, you could include what? the monkey bone possessing his body and doing the whole like capitalistic rage thing. No. But you just make it, it more about like him discovering what he wants yeah. to come from his art. Can
0: I pitch this movie to you and it will sound good. Sure. Sure. Go, go this ahead, is a go movie ahead. about an artist who's struggling with success, who put, who in a main way that his... Art is all based on his repressed emotions and his repressed sexuality that he puts into this character named Monkey Bone. He goes into a coma and he wakes up in a dreamland where the fic- where a physical representation of Monkey Bone, his repressed emotions, is there, and the two of them have to find a way to become whole again and make it back to the real world. Yeah. That's the good that is the pitch of this movie. That, that is a good pitch. That is the pitch of this movie, and that sounds like a good movie. Yeah. I would see that. The yep. problem is the movie decides, all right, we have this great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just do all this other shit. Well,
1: and I think you can even add the monkey bone possessing his body bit. Yeah. I think you can even- No, that include- can be that. And the repressed emotions take full control of the body. Because that, that's, that's, the, that's the polar opposite of what he's currently doing. No. Because maybe there's a there's a version of him that thinks maybe monkey bone taking over my body is a good thing. Yeah. Because it'll actually do the things I've been too chicken yeah. shit to do. But then you find out that, oh, no. Like, if I just let monkey bone take over my body, like, it not only hurts me, it hurts the people I love. Yeah. It hurts my art. Yeah. It hurts all those things that I actually, like, gave a shit about. And that teaches you, like, oh, like, maybe, like, the, maybe, like, what I was doing before, which was, like. Repressing. Repressing monkey bone and like making monkey bone just a figment and yeah. nothing else and just externalizing it into my art yeah. maybe yeah. there's a way i can blend the two to expand on my art and expand yeah. on what i can do with it
0: i need to stop repressing my nasty little freak side because it just make it just makes me worse and I need to harmonize with it and be a little bit of a nasty little freak.
1: This is starting to sound eerily close to a Jordan Peterson podcast. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> you, you need to... You guys listen, like a snake everyone, has a <laughs> everyone has a dragon. Everyone has a dragon. And the, you have mm. to conquer the dragon to save the father in the belly of the beast. Is that a thing? That, that's a whole Jordan Peterson oh, okay. like bit that he does. Oh, God. It's the belly of the beast. But but you, th- con- th- th-
3: you conquer the dragon, Stuart?
1: I've conquered many dragons, Mark. <laughs> one of them is sitting across from me. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll take a hit on that one. <laughs> no, yeah. No,
3: I sound like such a boring like story structure guy, but it'll like. There's no. He makes like, no decisions in this movie. He sort of falls into a coma. Yeah. And then Monkey Bone sort of like takes control and he's Forces stuck an down there and he kind of can't do anything. He tries to steal an exit pass from yeah but that's more of a goal than it than like a some sort of like flawed decision he makes
1: i think you really capped it off with what you just said which is he doesn't Is do... is flawed
3: decision getting a boner in kindergarten <laughs> i don't know like you know what i'm saying like but he doesn't do
1: anything in this movie he really doesn't he, doesn't do he just kind of flails along in the the dream realm and hell and all that stuff
0: there's what? another movie with this same idea
1: Cool where, town. There's multiple. No, no
0: where a character idea. meets like a physical representation of his repressed side, and yeah. they have to become a whole at the end. The Lorax. What? What? No. What no <laughs> like, what is this movie? I'm trying to think about it. There's there's multiple movies like this. But what is the one I'm thinking of? Well, <sighs> what's the? Because there's a literal movie where a guy goes to another reality, meets his like repressed emotions, and has to reform with them by the end. Or like he has like an evil clone essentially, or twin who he has to like combine with at the end and realize that's his full self.
1: Because it's ringing such yeah, a bell in my head. Yeah, that there's, yeah, it is.
0: There's another it, movie with the no, same. You're pitch. right.
1: It absolutely is. I I'm I, I'm struggling on thinking of like there's multiple, but I'm struggling to think of even just one. Jeff is like. Crouched down, looking
3: at his DVD shelf right now, just like scouring
0: the, there, the
2: fucking title seen the fucking movie.
3: Hmm, it's not X Men: Days of Future Past. <laughs> check that off the list. Oh uh, it's God. not Kick Ass. Let me check that off the list. It's not Lego Batman. No, it's not Lego Batman. I mean, it's not the Water Horse. Why do you have the Water Horse? A four K steelbook <laughs> collector's edition of the Water Horse. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Oh my god.
3: Uh, Because of when Dixie, the last
1: Mimsy. Like what? (laughs) Wait, it's not that. No, there, but there. It's gonna bother me. Yeah, like it's
0: gonna bother me for the rest of this podcast. Yeah.
1: Now that you've said it, but there, there absolutely is a movie about like going to a different realm to find your evil or other side. Yeah, and you have to reforge with them by the end. It, it is a Rick and Morty episode. I know that for sure. Yeah, it's
0: pro- probably that's what I'm
1: fucking thinking of is it's a Rick
0: and Morty episode or something.
1: <laughs> there, it's the episode where they go to that cleanse massage place and they go into this machine that cleanses their body, but what it really does is it separates the evil, gooey side of them and it becomes a, a, a an episode where the evil, gooey, Morty, and Rick yeah. have to fight the cleaned, washed-up, good, happy Morty and Rick. Yeah. And then it turns out all they do have to do is just combine the two of them back yeah. together.
0: And that becomes like the true version of yourself. Fight yeah. club.
1: <laughs> is it fight club? And maybe, it's maybe. Fight club. Maybe. maybe it's
2: fucking fight club. It might
1: be fight club because, uh, isn't Tyler Durden like, yeah. Yeah. His other like side that he has. Yeah. I think that's a good, good callback comparison to it. I'll um, take
0: it. Is it everything everywhere all at once? Is that what I'm thinking of?
1: There it could be a lot of like you know those extra dimensional movies like that. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
0: The... I, I came to a shocking realization about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's a bad best... movie. I'll I'll tell you off, Mike. <laughs> Mark is actually aware of this. True. Um, that I came to a shocking realization about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Why can't you just
3: year? say it right now? Well, why can't you just say it? Can we just say now? it? Just say it right now.
0: I realize it has to be the last movie I watch before I get married. Why? Because it's a movie I really like. Indiana Jones Five comes out the week. After
3: my wedding. <laughs> it's a movie I really like was the first thing he said. Why do comes, you have to watch it a week? Because it's a
0: movie I really like. <laughs> it's a movie I really like. <laughs> Indiana Jones Five comes out a week after my wedding, and it's a movie about an adventure settling down and getting married.
1: Can Becca hear us? No. Hey Becca, wait, All right. Becca, we're talking about I, monkey. Boy. I hope she has. I just, I want her. I, we'll get her a fourth microphone. I feel like we
0: she, she needs to be a part of this. You company. haven't told her yet. Harry. No.
1: Like she be, has to watch it with is me. Spider-Man No, uh, no not, Way from Home a comparison? No, because he has
0: to <laughs> get rid of him at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's about so like, getting rid of him. <laughs> get get, get out of here! I guess
1: that's true. Yeah,
0: That's <laughs> a movie where he's like, "Get these other freaking you gotta leave, go home."
1: These like have a, to.
0: These
3: two shelves right here, Jeff, have to be the same type of shelf, right? But the MCU shelf is so much more warped than the president. Biography shelf. The, president, that's that's, the heavy president biography. That's because shelf.
0: that's quality um IKEA construction, and this is Target. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. Actually, this yeah. is Amazon. But Amazon. All right. Monkey bone. All right. So we've discussed the the inherent problem with this movie. Do we want to just dive into it? Yes, yeah, do it. Trying, from here. Yeah. Now Stewart's trying to find movie. the movie.
3: Just recap the whole fucking movie, Stuart. Go. Do your thing. Let's go. Walk us through it.
0: Stuart is now trying to figure out what this movie is that I'm talking about. I think it's it's really like, I think like it's a, it's like yeah, because like we all know this movie exists.
3: It's seventeen again. No, <laughs> no what is
1: it? I'm sorry, like it's yeah just, it's really like it's really bothering me now too. Yeah. And so I'm having a really problem trying to like
3: listener but your, distinction, tweet us. Hey, actually, but, but your distinction is that it has to he has to
1: go to a sort of like a dark shadow realm.
0: Essentially, like he meets another version of himself who he has to combine with at the end. Combine
1: with. I know it's an Avatar episode. Not Way yeah. of the Water a Last Airbender. It's absolutely a Last Airbender episode or Legend of Korra episode. All right. Uh I'm gonna try my best to get this out of my head because I'm I'm that really fucking derailed me. But um, so Monkey Bone, yes, the plot. So we start off with a montage of drawings, yeah. someone drawing like a cartoon animation thing. Mm-hmm. We don't really quite know who's who is drawing or what they're drawing, but then after this like intro uh, montage sequence, we then get to a theater little Mm -hmm. test screening theater. And it shows a cartoon animation of a little kid going to school. There's some voiceover to it. This little kid goes to school, and he's sitting in his classroom. And there's some voiceover narration of, like, you know, like, my teacher, she was older. And when she would, like, write up on the chalkboard, you know those, like, old people, how they have the old arm flaps? And, you know, some people would think that'd be, like, unattractive. But for some reason, my young nine-year-old brain thought it was very good looking and then i started to feel a tingling sensation and at this point i'm like what the fuck <laughs> what kind of a cartoon is this it's exactly the reaction i imagined him having and so like he's like and then i i started like having a tingling sensation coming from below and the cartoon shows that he's like clearly getting a boner because of his yeah. teacher's arm flap he starts sweating uh, A monkey boner and so he's shoving books over his boner until eventually the kids start noticing they're laughing at him and the teacher... The books is, can't contain the boner. The bo- the, books. The, the, bo- the boner pops those books right off the, the boner. The, like, listen, if there was a book on how to, like, control a boner, the boner would just flip it upside down. And that's what happens in this movie.
3: It's really embarrassing for him. Yes. He's so <laughs> mortified.
1: He's embarrassed. But then eventually the teacher comes and says, "Like, what do you have underneath your books or whatever? What's going on? And then she... And then what happens is... The books flip over, and then a monkey rips out of his pants, and it's a whole new cartoon character called Monkey bone. And it's like a whole and that's like and that's I think that's the end. Mm-hmm. It's like it's whole like the you know monkey bone character. Wow, look at me blah blah blah. blah, blah.
2: Oh, we no, have no yeah, you know, crazy and, yeah. I am mm-hmm.
1: and um then that's where the pilot, yeah, ends. And then, like the lights go up and everyone's clapping and applauding, and then is it David Foley who goes up and talks? Yes, David, so David Foley th-
0: in his third appearance on this show. Third he's appearance. He's in Blast from the Past. He's in Blast from the Past and Brain Candy. Brain candy. Kids candy. from the Hall. Brain. Candy. Is
1: he just
3: a, a Fraser buddy, or is he like a... he's,
0: he's one of the kids from the Hall guys? Yes. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Um, and so he was in the Kids in the Hall movie, which mm-hmm. Fraser's a big fan of. Yeah. Okay. And then cool. he's also Flick in Bugs Life around this time.
3: He's Flick in but he's yeah. David Foley's Flick. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I always knew him as, a, what's his name? Mr. Is it Mr. Boy in, in Sky High? No, what's uh, his fucking yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. No, Mr. you're right.
1: What, what's his name? I think it's Mr. Boy, right? I don't know. I had that wrong. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's uh, he's the uh, main sidekick. All-American boy. All-American his, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so David Foley playing Herb. Goes up and be like, "This was our four-minute pilot or whatever, and we're gonna—we've already been picked up for six more episodes on Comedy Central and blah, blah blah blah." And everyone's like clapping, like, "Yeah!" And then that's when we get the reveal monkey of bone, monk, Monkey bone. bone. Everyone's going bonkers, batshit crazy Easy for Monkey Bone. Yeah, and this wouldn't have bothered me. Like the whole idea of like, why is this cartoon monkey good? Like, why are people like foaming at the mouth over it? that didn't matter to me. Mm. I was like, it could have been like a, a serial commercial, but people at the froth at the mouth over it. Like the point of which is that there's a piece of art that's being created by this tortured artist that everybody loves and wants more of. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. It could be a vape commercial for all I care. Like just it's something, but it is like beg the question of like, why are people like going batshit crazy over a monkey bone commercial? Uh, tv pilot or whatever so we see Brendan fraser uh brennan fraser who is the original cartoonist uh, for monkey bone he is at this point in the movie he's like a down on his dumps sad depressed he's not like on his yeah he just he's just kind of like mopey he's like he's mopey he's very
3: it, and it's so strange because he has everything
1: he could ever want yeah he's got a girlfriend that is loyal and loves him and appreciates him is the idea that
3: monkey bone escaped from him and is living in his dream dimension
1: maybe you know what i'm saying but we don't see that happening we just see him put, put dream dimension we just see him put monkey a bone a coma on the page on. um and i should say like this pulp pilot cartoon thing is sort of like framed in the way of like, this is how Stu Miley, which is the character Brendan Fraser plays. This is how he sort of grew up, like repressed, sexually repressed, came up with a new, I, I, like this sort of figment of his imagination to explain like the weird sort of a kooky emotions that yeah. he feels. Um, And so, yeah, Stu and his girlfriend. Played by Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda, who I could tell you her name is Julie, uh, uh, McElroy yeah. I could tell you that yeah. but does it matter I don't know no no, not really. because the only character she plays in this movie is Stu's girlfriend yes like that's that's literally all she plays in get this him. entire movie get him Stuart get him you tell Henry it's just it's an early 2000s <sighs> bummer, I mean not even early 2000s just a forever Hollywood thing yeah. like she, this movie definitely does not pass the back girl actress. test oh no she's a good gonna save you from suspense in that realm yeah so, so, but she's his girlfriend and he wants to marry her really badly, huh?
0: Uh, you may have noticed I've been silent for the past few minutes. I have a few pitches for what this movie, <laughs> might Jeff. Be. Where were you? <laughs> oh my gosh, I have a few pitches
1: for Are what you're gonna movie derail be. my plot. <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> because I gotta get this fucking out of my head. Okay, all right. I think like, we might be amalgamating multiple movies, and I think one of them that we're thinking about is Inside Out where joy and happiness or joy and sadness are both in the brain and they have to merge together at the end. Yes. And work together. Yes. I think we might also be thinking of Loki, the TV show.
1: I was also thinking where of
0: there's Loki a a, Where there's a variety of different Lokis and they have to work together and essentially form together at the end in a shadow realm. I think it's Fight Club. And it's I
2: think it's also <laughs> Fight Club. <laughs> I
0: think it's also Fight Club that I'm thinking of. See why? I'm Because I'm thinking of a lot of different things at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's being John Malkovich. I haven't seen John Malkovich. Because that's the body possession one. Where they find a way to possess another body and make a do abstract. Yeah, you
3: wouldn't things. like being John Malkovich. And you they go it's into. Up it's own butt.
0: And they go into. You would, you like, would think that. Like dream realms Maybe about all is. the different versions of yourself that have to work together. I think those are the things we're thinking of. The new Puss in Boots? I didn't
1: see the new Puss in Boots. I haven't so. seen it either.
0: Uh, why, where did that even come from?
1: I don't know. For some reason, I just, why did you just say that? It goes to a like the the death realm and fights death or whatever, right? You, he
0: fights death or something, isn't? It, Mark, do you saw the, you saw the new Puss in Boots? Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah, I,
3: good. I, I I actually don't know where they are at the end of that movie. Okay. They're in a forest. They're okay. in a dream forest. There's a star. As a wishing star. All right,
0: back to the fucking plot. I'm. I think we, I've. Did actually, you
3: have a pitch? I thought you were gonna pitch us something to make the movie better. Uh, no, no, you weren't. i already. You, I was gonna pitch the
0: movies that I think we might have been thinking.
3: Oh, you were gonna pitch the. I movies. I already pitched how to make this movie better. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, something interesting I'm remembering now is that that painting sort of at the top of the movie yeah. that he's drawing is his sort of proposal to his girlfriend because he yes. wants to marry her, and so yes. he's drawing himself proposing to his girlfriend with monkey bone on his shoulder. Monkey bone
1: on his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's very like. Yeah. He is the golem of his Smeagol. Yeah. And what's interesting a- I is... I mean, textually, but yeah.
3: not, you know, that's not... It's not... He doesn't actually morph I don't know into, if that's expressed in the movie right, emotionally. Yeah. yeah. I think we're taking this movie too
1: seriously. We are, but I, I, I would think it deserves, say... think If this movie had yeah. one scene where he went out drinking in celebration of the pilot getting picked up, and it's like, there's a little quiet, it's like, careful, Stu drinks too much... He turns into monkey yeah, bone. Fox probably cut it out. Yeah, you know what I mean. That would, <laughs> a
0: single line like that would have done a lot.
1: And it's like you get a little hint of like what this whole other personality is like. You know, like when he gets drunk, and 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 oh, uh, you, you let monkey bone you, out. You, you you could build a comparison. So when he does go into coma, goes in the dream realm, you could be like, oh, it's like so. Yeah, you didn't know. You probably didn't know this, but whenever you drink, your conscious sort of goes to sleep, and your subconscious takes over. And that's when I get a glimmer of your body and we get to do some fun things and he uses the reverse of that. So when monkey bone drinks, Stu Miley takes over and Stu is inhabiting a drunk version of the real life. Stu Miley. Oh my God. that's a movie. That's a movie. This is not a movie. This is not a movie. That's a movie. It well, it's a collection of images. Is it yeah. not a cool idea? Like literally, it's, it's a, a collection
3: of cool images. Yeah, like they're, they're
1: kind of monkey cool. bone is trapped in the subconscious nightmare realm. But every time Stu drinks, his yeah. conscious goes to sleep. So monkey G- bone gets a hand on the yeah. steering wheel. It's like split. And so for Stu, I think
0: we're also thinking of split. Yeah, well, yeah. Split's a movie where at the end of Glass, they all have to come together, and then actual like, whatever his name is dies.
1: And they also like Sorry, have a thing where they glass. where they grab the take the light is yeah. is the the textual reference for taking over yeah. the body. I don't yes. know. That would have just like made connected so many more dots than what this movie ever did. Yeah.
3: And but he falls into a coma. He gets in a car accident. Yeah, I, I he hits the pole.
1: Yeah, Herb is trying to like push this merchandising thing and like make m- so he makes a lot of money. And Stu's sort of like going against it. And he's like, I don't know about that. They shove all this merchandising in his car. and He's like, I don't want to do this. I don't know if I'm going to sign for the pilot. His girlfriend gets in the car with him. By the way, we miss this one key thing, which we don't find out till later in the movie. But I should say now, Julie McElroy, uh, Stu Miley's girlfriend, is a sleep specialist.
3: Yeah, he yeah. yeah, he couldn't sleep.
1: Not going to come into the movie at all, dear reader.
0: Yeah. It's funny you said dear reader because Stephen King is in this movie. Well,
1: not real Stephen King, but he uh, is in this movie. It's pretty That's convincing, a, though. It's a pretty convincing Stephen King. Uh, so they get in the car, and they're talking about, like, I don't want to do this whole pilot deal. I think I should just, like, ditch the whole thing. Uh, there's an inflatable monkey bone yes. in the backseat that inflates, and it, like... It pushes up to the driver's yeah. seat and it presses down on the steering wheel. So, he loses control of the car. He hits something and he gets... Like, Julie's fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Julie. Stu gets in a coma and yes. is given, like, a three-month, like, terminal diagnosis. Yes. And so, we then cue the... This is Halloween, this is Halloween, Halloween,
0: Halloween. He winds up on a roller coaster to hell.
1: (laughs) Yes. Cool. Yeah, I like that. This is the Tim Burton, Henry Selig, Nightmare on Elm Street, Coraline-esque intro where they're going down this twirly stop motion puppetry thing and they land into the world of hell, nightmares. Uh, Dark, the... What's it called? Dark downtown. No, downtown. Downtown. It's called Downtown. The like comic is Dark Town. Yeah. They changed it. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. It doesn't quite make sense,
0: but it should just be Dark Town. Like,
3: but
1: it's like down in yeah. a subconscious yeah. town. Yeah, you know, downtown, downtown, I think, should be classified. It's like, it's downtown's not hell, because hell's a different place, because that's where like death is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dark Town, or downtown, but is- But death wh- is downtown. Death kind of runs downtown. Death can go to downtown. But the sleep guy, Hypno,
0: runs downtown. De- hip, yeah. The hip- goddess sleep,
1: Hypno. Because you're not fa- technically dead yet. You're not dead Played yet. Played by Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. Uh, a Gus from Breaking Bad or... Yeah. Um, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. A, I know exactly what way. you were about to say. Yeah. <clears throat> this man played a bad guy from the early two thousands. Like he's just always been cast as like the bad guy. No,
0: he's pretty chill in the Spike Lee's. You should watch him in the Spike
1: Lee's. He's, he's good in do the yeah, right thing. Yeah, he's so good yeah, yeah. No, He's like this is
0: kind of this is a this is kind of do the night right thing reunion between him and John Turturro as Monkey yeah. Bone. No, no, it's true. Yeah. Um,
1: but so Brendan Fraser wakes up and he's in a world of like spirited away like puppetry like figurines. Here's a question:
0: um, Is this movie better? Like this movie, it makes this textually like a place where a lot of different people go to. Yes. Like, this is like a communal spot for coma patients and dead people. It makes sense that, yeah, this is the place,
3: sort of. It's not in Stu's subconscious, but it's like the collective subconscious that everybody falls into.
0: Is this movie better if it is explicitly in his brain and everything he's running into is... His own. Like, (laughs) creations of his own that he has to struggle and figure out with monkey bone, his -hmm. repressed side, to get back to the land of the living. Right, is that a better movie?
1: Because the alternative is what we have here, which yeah, is, which is like a, he's not in his own head; he is in a other dimension. Yeah, which is which lends itself to a lot of business. Yeah, so it's like it you got to get the ticket to do
0: the to get out. You got to go through Abe Lincoln's head, and like you can still have all those fun visuals and ideas. But it's it, I think it's cleaner. Okay, but the tickets just, are in Death's office, so Death
3: must yeah. be running. I think it's downtown.
0: Cl- I think it's cleaner if like I don't know. There's like the opening of the movie establishes that there's a villain in Monkey Bone or something, and the villain is who they have to fight in the brain. They have to steal the ticket from the office of the villain to get out. That feels cleaner. What if it's like... They a, do
3: have to do that, but what, the villain is not a villain. What yeah. if... You're, you're talking about who- Whoopi Goldberg's dad yeah. should be playing a villain. What yeah. if well, the villain in his
1: subconscious obstacle. brain in your movie is Flappy Arm Teacher? Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, like, literally.
3: Like... Because I, I guess I don't know what the flappy arm teachers meant to represent, other than just a sexual a, an perversion. Image. Perver- is it, per- is or it just perverted? like the, f- the first, like, or is it meant to be like this is a guy who could love a woman no matter, you know, or be aroused yeah. by women. He's like the old, you know, like He's aroused by things that sweat. Yeah, he wants to get married and fall in love and stay aroused to his wife for the rest of his life. Yeah. You know, is a man capable of that? I guess. Yeah. But because, but monkey bone is that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, like this is the problem Is like monkey bone is his like Like sexual side Like This movie needs to The the beginning of this movie needs to set up three things It needs to set up What like something in a cartoon that's gonna Appear in his nightmare realm Yeah, It needs to establish a, pr- a relationship problem He's having Like he needs to be impotent or his wife's like Losing interest in him as like Baseline and and like early two thousands like sexualities that would be that's at least a story that you can go off of like his wife's losing interest in him because he's not a romantic anymore and or he's not exciting anymore and like inside the dream world he has to combine with monkey bone find a more exciting version of himself
2: yeah which is
1: but
0: that's what nightmare
3: is nightmare is but a guy who runs a town who he wants to be a more... He's kind of done it so many yeah. times. He wants to be a more successful version of himself. Yeah. And he does and overshoots his shot. And is... Learns... doesn't. I, I don't, yeah. it, I'm not like... Look, I don't think Henry Selick's strength as an artist... Is in his story. Like, or as a story... He's is a storyteller. Yeah. Is, is sort of his... A it's not his... Thematic work. It's not his thematic work. You know what I'm saying? I don't think his work is meant to be even like... Mm literal or yeah. subtextual it's not you know it, but it's because like james the giant peach isn't that james mm-hmm. the giant peach is just a a child nightmare yeah. movie
0: yeah the problem is this movie knocks on too many thematic i doors. think it's just an
3: unsuccessful version of what he's done successfully yeah. which is you know
0: it has too many knocks on thematic doors and i think it's to not not have a have piece of them.
1: work that's was chopped to threads <laughs> and he was given no respect and shit yeah. like that and Henry Selleck is in that forest in from Nightmare Before Christmas where there's all these doors but all instead of holidays they're all themes but yeah. no but no one's answering. I mean what
3: stars. happened was that a guy at Fox liked him and liked his work that yeah. he had done for Disney and was like cool you can do this and then that guy gets fired and a new guy gets hired like yeah. in a fucking studio system and he's like yeah. I, no I don't what know what this, thing? this this thing you're working on I don't know what it is I'm going to chop it up. make it better. So I can't really speak to how successful Henry Selleck's intention yeah.
0: is because you don't know what the we don't know what the intention was.
3: Yeah, but I think what well, whatever we, it is, it ain't this. But what we could talk about, like, but is the stuff that we are seeing on screen successful? Like, is just to bring it back. Is Brendan Fraser successful in this movie? Playing he, Stu Miley, would Ben Stiller have been better? Yeah, because Ben Stiller. I feel like Ben cast. Stiller, the original choice, and does Mystery Men instead, mm-hmm. is probably more suited to sort of the. The zany The demented zany Whereas yeah. it's just You feel bad for Fraser yeah. Because he is so lovable Yeah To watch a guy It just it becomes unpleasant hmm Whereas Fraser, I mean whereas Ben Stiller who looks like A Henry Selleck drawing yeah. You know Could probably
0: it, it feels like Fraser is giving it his all Yeah But you Like you said You feel kind of bad Just watching him Debase himself And play a monkey again Yeah Because he's done it twice Before at this point Yeah he has and so that at the end, like, you're like, yeah, he's, he's good. He's funny. Like, but I, also, I don't want to see him just, like, shaking his butt all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's hard to, like, criticize a performance that's arguably kind of good, but it's just, like, you don't want to see it. Is it affecting?
3: Like, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he makes me laugh in this movie. I don't know if he, like... Yeah, and like, and, his, and his character is so lost. Yeah, and I think Fraser he's kind lost of lost in the, in the performer and the performance. I feel like he doesn't really have a grasp on it, even though he is like, when he is sort of playing like embarrassed, do smiley. It's kind of like, you know, I think Fraser very good at playing like irritated. Yeah, he's very good at this moment when Foley walks up to him kissing. Yeah. You know his girlfriend, and he just kind of gives him this look like you're standing right fucking. Fraser's so good at this sort of like. You know what I'm talking
0: about? Yeah. No, I
3: don't want. I and he. That's what the character in this movie is: is the guy who should just be irritated at all the fucking things happening to him, and all the sort of like the all the bad luck he's having. And I don't think he's successful, but I think it's something he's very good at as an actor. Fraser, like, it doesn't come across in this movie. Fraser
0: in this movie is the same problem I have with Fraser in Bedazzled which is that he's good in the movie, he's doing the thing, but this is a movie that's written for Jim Carrey. Like Jim Carrey should play this role. Jim sure. Carrey should have played the guy in Bedazzled. Yeah. Like he's was good he meant at that. To? He was I'm, I don't think we ever found evidence, but I'm I feel like convinced that this movie's mm-hmm. written for Jim Carrey. Um cuz if you watch the first 5 minutes of Bedazzled, it is such a Jim Carrey like performance that he's giving. Mm-hmm. But, like, these are, like, Jim Carrey's good at that, like, wah, losing his mind stuff. Yeah,
3: and he's also a successful pervert. Yes. And Fraser's not. Yeah. You know what I'm Fraser's saying? too
0: likable to be a pervert. He Well, yeah, or he's not, like, I just
3: don't think he's a pervert. Yeah. I just don't think he has that sort of, like, energy. Uh, uh, Jim Carrey and Liar Liar is playing yeah. a pervert. Yes. You know, and that's probably successful. Jim Carrey Dumb and Dumber.
0: Yeah. Ma- the Mask. The, the Mask. The Mask is a movie about yeah. putting a mask on and becoming a pervert.
3: Uh, yeah and in this movie they cast Brendan Fraser to play somebody who has a thinks he's a th- thinks he's a pervert but it's really, just like but a it really nice is guy? not it's just kind of very confusing I'm kind of just like I am left yeah I'm just questioning he's the wrong about. choice and he gives it his all yeah but and all that stuff is so confusing that I can't really enjoy when like v- cool visual things and yeah set pieces are happening
0: because the visuals are until Catan cool. shows up and Catan yeah. is just a Catan's locked in and you he's should just cast Catan in. in this movie yeah um Katan's yeah. so good at this. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
3: Five timers club loser. Hang hang me. up and tell him that. Yeah, yeah, hang know, up, no, fine. hang up and tell him Maybe he'll him call six, me Because I did call. hang up. Whenever I hang up immediately, he's like,
0: fuck that shit. No, he'll call me right back.
3: <laughs> so we'll see here in a second.
0: Mark was getting a call from Cole Bradley. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Former guest of the show. Um Five Timers Club recipient.
3: Cool's club. Five with a period. No yeah. more. He's Thank not in the
0: Tillys Club. Yeah. Um, so we we should just segue. Frustrating. Like, movie is yeah. frustrating. It's a very frustrating one to enjoy it and like it. Yeah. Cause all the dark town stuff looks cool.
3: Yeah. It looks cool. There's the sets are incredible. Well, I
0: mean, the composite work is insane. Very good. The composite work is next level. Yeah. Like the watching monkey bone, like dance around yeah. like Fraser and in, in this practical set build. Yeah.
3: What the movie would take so long to make. It was much longer to make. Maybe he didn't want to do as much stop motion. What yeah. if all the, The downtown stuff was stop motion. All the stuff is stop motion. What if, including Fraser? I think the movie is
0: more successful. Yeah. What if Fraser's the only live action element in. No, I think he should be a stop stop motion motion Ben Fraser. That'd be fun. I'd like that.
3: There needs to be something here. There's like
0: five stop motion characters in this movie. Yeah. There needs to be something here, it can't be a whole town of like reality and then a few stop motion characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything needs to be stop motion and he's not or he has to as well. Yeah.
3: I'll give Downtown this, because we saw
0: Ant-Man, Mania last night.
3: Yes. As much as we've been talking about this movie
0: like not making sense, Downtown makes, makes way more sense oh, th- this than this the movie, fucking Quantum it, This movie's like the fucking Matrix compared to Ant-Man and the Lost oh, Yeah. <laughs> A movie that makes no sense. Every time I think of it, I'm like, why is this happening? <laughs> Who is this person? Bill it, Murray's here! It never makes sense.
3: That, like, there's all these humans in the quantum main, in, in the quantum realm, yeah. and they're always questioning why other humans are there. It You never know how they got there, because it feels yeah. like there's only two people who are capable of getting there. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <sighs> Bad movie. Bad movie. No one will talk about it. Anyway. Did, did you care to be dispoiled? I don't know. Did, no,
1: did, I, did you really I care? I don't, I don't think I we don't dropped can. any spoilers on it. Did, I don't really did you care? care? No. Did you care about Ant-Man? No. Okay, cool. I, I haven't seen Quantum. Quantum. Meh. Yeah, more like. Okay. I saw your Instagram story. Yeah, you, like that? you really like that joke, don't you?
0: That you? know? was pretty good on that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh,
1: here's the thing, boys. I really feel like I'm at a s- spot. Because like, I knew this would happen. I, I knew this is a movie where it's like, we could talk about the plot, but I think it was much more entertaining to do is just talk about all the missed opportunities with yeah. this movie because this movie is this movie isn't Sinbad. Yeah. This movie isn't just a hot dumpster fire. Yeah. This movie isn't uh I don't know, it's another example. There's maybe a decent movie buried within this movie. Yes. You can see the pieces. Yes. You don't
0: know if it's going to make a full I puzzle. I to argue that maybe there's a cut that is like cuz I think this movie's not unwatchable. It's not watchable. It's not
3: unwatchable. But there's certainly a much more watchable cut at this point. The movie, last 20
0: minutes of this are so good. Very and the good. rest of it has enough fun stuff in it that I am like, I'm glad I watched yeah. this movie. I'm just like frustrated by it.
1: Yeah. Because it's so close. Yeah.
0: It's very close to being good.
1: It's almost more frustrating to watch a movie like this one that's so close but just misses the mark. Yeah than a movie that just completely misses the Yeah, this is just a, a bad movie. It's just a bad movie. Yeah, this is more like frustrating because you just you have all the pieces in place, yeah. and you can fathom a configuration yeah. where it works.
0: Like Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum, Man, I'm frustrated because like I'm like, how'd you miss the point of yeah. the Ant-Man movie so much? But like at some point, you're just like, oh, whatever, fine. Bill Murray, okay, fine. This big tentacle, mo- great. This, I'm like, come on, with every
1: scene. Hmm. Yeah. So.
0: Monkey know. bone in the MC. I,
1: I mean, just to speed through, he gets to downtown, the subconscious yeah. dream world, where he's like, Am I dead? And it's like, Oh, you're in a coma, and everything is scaring him. He's in a land of nightmares. Everyone knows him, which is an interesting thought. Yeah, because
0: they all like his cartoon.
1: Because, again, as we have established, he's not in his head, he yeah. is in a fixed destination that people go to when they are yeah. in between living and dead. When they are when yeah, they're in a coma. When they're in a coma. There's a bar. I yeah. like the bar. Yeah, the because there's the a bunch cool. of people with like, you want an IV drink? <laughs> yeah, it's an IV martini or
0: there's whatever. There's so many fun ideas, and this is where Selick is kind of popping
1: off. Yeah, there's
0: so many fun ideas in
1: downtown, and so people know him at this place because yeah. this is where dreams and nightmares. Yeah, go and they watch nightmares. Yes, and they watch nightmares and have a fun time, yeah. and uh, and, and Stu Miley has. Had a history of like s- struggling with r- r- yeah. intense nightmares. Yes, and so he's like a celebrity there, and but he gets there and he's like, oh, I, I'm in a coma. He sees Monkey Bone, uh, his figment, and uh, voiced by uh, John Turturro. Yes, um, everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. I couldn't tell it was John Turturro. Yeah.
0: I I do want to say, real quick, I'm just very happy because like he walks in the bar and he looks up and there's like a piano player. And it's this blue elephant man, and I'm just so fucking happy that Max Rebo's still getting work. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, I thought he kind of I literally said the exact same thing to my girlfriend last time. Yeah, night I'm, I'm kinda like it. I was kinda worried for him after Return of the Jedi that things were gonna dry up, but I'm glad Max Rebo's getting work. In the dream realm. we oh yeah. I'm gonna sidebar about Max Rebo. <laughs> oh no. Max Rebo is on Java Sales Barge when that thing blows up. <laughs> and I'm like, well, Max Rebo's fucking cooked. That's it. He pops up in Book of Boba Fett. An otherwise disappointing show, except for the fact that I'm happy Max Rebo's in it. He's then he plays in a bar now. The bar gets fucking bombed, and he's <laughs> in it again.
2: <laughs> <I guess laughs> that's
0: just
3: kind of a funny joke.
0: <laughs> God, he survived! Like, Max Rebo, fucking he's cooked alive! again. <laughs> did he fucking like steamroll like? Would you
3: like if they did it. A,
0: like a new sequel trilogy and they bring Akbar back. Yeah. And he blows up on another fucking ship. Yeah. It was be, what, what, did did Max so Reba, funny. Did, is Max Reba literally like John McClane in Die Hard 2? He's like, how can the same shit happen to the same guy twice? <laughs> <laughs> they going to two places and both of them
1: blow up. Yeah. It's a uh, great uh, sidebar. We get, <laughs> I just had to say it. We, uh, we get Rose McGowan's character as Kitty, who which is what? Purpose in the movie? Uh,
0: She has boobs. She has boobs. She gets
1: violated a couple times.
0: Yes, by Monkey Bone and by Giancarlo Esposito. But she does get to murder a rat man. Yeah. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, yes. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse who runs
3: the.
1: This would have been a phenomenal. Like, if they could have done, like, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit thing. Sure. But contorted IP.
3: It's kind of what this thing is, though. It's kind of like Mickey Mouse, he runs the sort of ip prison he runs the prison with all the ghosts right or all the yeah. the, the serial sort of killers like sucking demons yeah all the serial killers who go around and work for death yeah and shit like that who because the nightmare stuff is i don't know who's fucking is death the one obsessed with nightmares
1: or no, is it's, that it's, sort it's of a, hypnosis it's, hip, it's hypnos. hypno hypnos not the pokemon hypno yeah the god of dreams <sighs>
0: um and so like he y- the prison, like, it's all the prison's very confusing.
1: These things should be memorable, and they're like not memorable. Yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, so, so he's at the bar, and yeah. you know, he talks to Mikey Bone, and then this ghostly figure walks in. hmm. And uh, talks uh, <laughs> it's funny, he has that voice, he, he's got he, the
0: Polonius voice. <laughs> <I'm sure>. Yeah, <laughs>
1: walks up to this old dude. It's like, Your you, time has come, you, your time <laughs> has come, you get an exit pass. He's like, "What? What's an exit pass?" And he then gets on this like little like like you know those like things you hit like down with a hammer and a thing yeah. goes up, ding.
3: Yeah, like a chebuchet sort of. Yeah. Like a... So,
1: but there's a chair in the middle, and yeah. the old dude sits on. He plugs in an exit pass like it's a ticket, and then an Abraham Lincoln statue appears out of the sky. We're not lying. This is yeah. true. <laughs> Every time I say we're not lying, it's true. We're always like making something up no this is dead serious this is dead serious a statue of Abraham Lincoln pops up in the sky opens its mouth and then monkey bones says the great line well you know what they say about Abe Lincoln the great emancipator
0: <laughs> well what the fuck did they do before Abe Lincoln <laughs> like, it was, like
1: it was John Adams <laughs> yeah, like, what did they do Did you
0: shoot him into the sky was it a Greek god I don't that know the- I don't
1: know but yeah, they they like ding, and then the old man like gets kicked all the way up through a Lincoln's mouth, and the guy wakes up on like the hospital table or whatever. Yeah. So, and he's like, "Why did that guy get an exit pass? He was an old fuck." Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I guess I don't know why he got one. Yeah, it's never explained how you how exit. Yeah, passes I don't know how passed. they work. Well, I I
3: think it's, it's just more of like, just like a, I think it's preferential just the event. You're maybe? in
1: a coma and you do wake up.
3: Oh, so it's all. F- yeah, so he's just fucking
1: dreaming. It's but, luck. Well, I guess that's what it is. Like, if you don't get an exit pass, that means you're in a coma and you're going to die or stay in the dream realm. Whereas if you're in the dream realm and you get an exit pass, that means your coma isn't as bad and you're going to wake up. Yeah. This realm is so strange because it is like a mix of It has between, rules. It has rules. But then breaks all
3: of them. Yeah. It also, I feel like maybe just isn't... Comp- it's not complicated enough maybe for Selleck. I think Selic should just, you know... I think his his bits are usually more complicated yeah. than this. This should be a lot it more bureaucratic. It actually feels very sort of like
0: this should be like the yeah. the land of the dead Death from Beetlejuice. Too. This was very clean. Where sure. like it's incredibly bureaucratic and there's so many like layers of bureaucracy to it that it's it, that's confusing to a point of being funny. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what this should be.
1: Yeah. Um. But so then he's trapped, and we get a little scene of the doctors where Stu Miley's sister comes in. And it's like, we made a pact that if any, like our, it took our father forever to die. And if we were ever to be in a position where we would be like in a coma or vegetable that we would pull the plug. So it's like, so doctor, how long does he have? Sure. Like, well, he could wake up today. He could wake up tomorrow or he could wake up forever. It's like, well, what? Give me a date. It's like three months. It's like after three months, the chance of him waking up significantly go down. Yeah. And his sister's played off as like some
3: sort of like. You know, Mega Malawi. She's like doing. Yeah, she's like a nervous Nelly. But when I understand sort of Stu and Stu's like his issues he'd had with nightmares, what she was saying should be very sort of earnest and straightforward, which is my brother was tormented with nightmares. If he he told me just offhandedly, if he was ever in a coma or if he was ever sick or, you know, in a situation, of course he thinks he'd be tormented with nightmares. He would just be like, his eyes would be closed and he'd be stuck. Just yeah. nightmaring and dreaming and shit like that. How all the so, makings were a very
1: serious but, moment. I movie.
3: know, but it's actually sort of like I'm
1: gonna pull the plug on my brother. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it is sort of like I'm, make her villain money. Yeah, but
3: she's not like really after his money, is she? Yeah. Like, no, it's not. No, it's she's, she's not just kind anybody. of like doing a yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't even know, bro. <laughs> but so and of course uh Monkey Bone Stu's girlfriend. Get in the bone, Monkey, Monkey Bone. bone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Monkey Bone would tell us to shut the fuck up. <laughs> tell you that much. Mon- uh-huh. she, she's she so uh what was her name again? Janet? Julie? Wait, Julie. no, that's, the, that's his
0: that's his girlfriend, right?
1: yeah that's what i'm saying okay like, yeah his girlfriend julie. julie julie is like feeling a little weird about it she's like what are you gonna pull the plug on up no <laughs> uh <laughs> and uh then we're back with Stu and monkey bone in like the dream prison he gets an invitation from hypno the god of sleep to go to a party and he goes and it's like a viewing party for them to watch nightmares through the snow glow from the tim allen santa claus movie yeah um so that like, that's literally what they do. And you've they,
3: comprehended so much more of his movie than I have.
1: I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe so, but they're watching this. And they're like, this is what we loved you for. You had such great nightmares. And also like, well, I need an exit pass. And he's like, oh, I know how you can get an exit pass. You go to the land, you go to death. And you can like that they keep all the exit passes down in like is it hell or the, the underworld well. or I think it's they
0: just the, say the land of death
1: yeah land of death or the underworld or whatever and so it's like so you got to get into the land of death and that's where all the exit passes are so you can steal one and get back and so he goes on he, he like um. there's like a trolley cart next to downtown that goes further down to the land of the death and there's like a ghostly grim reaper is in like the front seat And he, and so he lifts up like the cloth and like a ghoul, like a ghostly ghoul. I
2: think
1: fucking killed a guy. Yeah, he kills this Grim Reaper or whatever. So he's like, oh, okay. So he puts the robe on and then him and Monkey Bone go down this roller coaster and they're in the land of death. So then we're, then we get introduced to. Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> as, death. <laughs> as Death. I love it. With <laughs> Thomas Hated Church as Death's like right-hand An person. An uncredited
0: Thomas Hated
1: Church. An uncredited Thomas Hated Church. Where the weirdest fucking like tribal oh, makeup. He looks like, he looks like the insane clown posse. He looks like, <laughs> he like, looks uh, like a juggalo. He looks like a witch doctor. <laughs> he looks like a
0: fucking juggalo.
1: <laughs> and he, looks so,
3: like, uh, he looks like fucking what's-his-name in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Fucking Lee Pace. You know Ronan Ronan. He looks like Rodin the accuser. Yeah,
1: what does he accuse you of?
3: Not being dead. I don't know. <laughs> stand
2: <laughs> you
1: stand accused of <laughs> what? And so, um, oh wow, Mark's pulling the table. I'm
0: fidgety, I'm fidgety boy. Fidgety I love
1: boy. it. So, um, so Brandon Fraser, and Monkey Bone, get down. Monkey Bone is ratatouing. <laughs> This is
3: how he looks <laughs> You just made that right now No I found that Uh-oh, okay <laughs> I've had, I've had I, only, I saw this earlier today Damn we'll That's pretty side with the
0: homie
1: whoop whoop So <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let
1: me see it I mean here homey, whoop okay. so, You can post this
3: on Travolting's social media page <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a juggalo meme for those curious
1: so um so fraser gets to the land of death which is like presented like this factory thing or something i don't know we don't really see much of land of death but it's
3: like a factory of grim
1: reapers yeah, yeah. and so he's, he's he's got the grim reaper cloak over him there's like a row of grim reapers walking into like Whoopi goldberg's office and um I don't know what they're doing. Monkey Bone is like ratatouille right now. He's like on top of Yeah, this is when
3: he has the pea soup stain on him.
1: Yeah. Which why? Because he falls
3: in a deleted scene, he like oh. spills some sp- he like in a deceit in a, de- a deleted scene I read, he like just spills some pea soup on Why is himself. there pea
2: soup in the I don't know. Her,
3: which is why when she goes, What is that? Why and he goes, It's some pea soup. It's funnier in the movie when it's cut out, I think. And he just goes, It's green spill it's It's not explained where that came from. (laughs) I I don't know.
1: So I can't remember what Whoopi Goldberg is doing with the Grim Reapers. She's approving them to be
0: Grim Reapers or if they have to go back to downtown. Because there's some people they accidentally brought they accidentally killed who have to come back to life.
1: Oh. Okay. So she hands one of the Grim Reapers an exit pass and Brendan Fraser Monkey Bone like freak out. She's like, You there, come here. What's your name? Herb. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Herb, Herb. Fraser's best moment in the movie. He yes. like, herb.
0: And but then they keep fucking it up and Monkey Bone keeps talking for him. Like, there are two different voices
1: on this poor guy. So eventually the cloak comes off and it's revealed. It's like, oh my gosh, like it's a it's a it's a person. Or whatever yeah and so uh, I don't know what
3: happens from here
1: I they think exit. they they steal an exit pass they're successful yeah, they go back to down Whoopi Goldberg gets decapitated at some point
3: <laughs> yeah she has a closet full heads. that's kind of cool
1: and they like screw it on her head Good CGI work I guess Brendan Fraser and monkey bone like crash out of the window and there's like grim reapers trying to get get them it's at this point in the movie when Julie, we find out she's a sleep specialist, and that's how they met. That's an interesting yes plot. That's a haunting at Hill House moment. Yeah, when uh, what's the actress name? Victoria Pedrotti. Her character in the episode four a twin thing. She has nightmares from when she was ever a kid, and she went to a sleep study, uh, specialist thing, and turned out she liked the doctor, and then they got married and had a lovely life, and then her nightmare came back and then he randomly had a brain aneurysm and died and then she was having nightmares again so was and was just recapping the all of haunting that, of Hill house right now no 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 no, no just episode four of the twin thing and then a show i've never seen she goes back to the house and um kills herself
0: now i'm glad i fucking hate it
3: when
1: that happens by the way
2: it's awful <laughs> just when that happens if you ever in a situation where you not... can avoid that it's actually I not.
1: Twin, it. It's actually not episode four, a Twin Thing. It's episode five, The Bent Neck Lady. Um, Haunting at Hill House, one of the best horror TV shows ever created. We love you, Mike Flanagan. Keep doing what you're doing. Anyway. Uh, Doctor Sleep. Uh, uh, what's Midnight what's Mass. What's the best episode of that, you think?
3: A twi- it's a is, twin it, thing. It's a it twin, it twin thing. Or six. Six is the one with the where they're in the, the church, right? Yeah, where that, one's, that the, one's really good. The funeral home. That one's absolutely That's really good. That's a great good. episode. Midnight Mass. And not just because it's... Midnight Mass, up, like, Midnight Mass is great.
1: Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass slaps. Oh, my God. The end when they're all singing when they're all vampires, but they're all singing. It's like nearer my God to thee, and then the sun comes up and roasts the whole island.
0: If Midnight Mass was
1: a movie, the last line in that movie, the last line in that in that in that episode of the finale of Midnight Mass, I can't feel my legs.
3: (laughs) You watch TV. I watch midnight. Mountain. You watch you TV. Watch, I, watch, I, watch I watch midnight. One Get day. the fuck out of here, I Just Like, TV. I don't watch TV. I don't
1: watch TV. I watch We're not Ant gonna into it. I, I mean, watch an occasional. I watch an occasional. I even watched some of the
3: Lord of the Rings TV shows. But I will never I
1: the, cover the watched, people versus OJ.
0: I watched the first episode of or Rings
1: Scrubs of Power. or Scrubs.
0: I watched the first episode of the Rings of Power. Well, don't don't push me by saying I watched all of it.
3: It's more than
1: the rest of America watched. Yeah. I, I watched Rings of Power. Oh, uh, did
0: you like it?
2: No,
1: not really.
3: <laughs> Do you think it was like pretty to look at or not that pretty to look at? I thought it was because uh, I couldn't even
1: decide if it was. When pretty people to said look it at. had a billion dollar budget, I'm like, where, <laughs> where, who, where? Yeah, who? You know what's a good show? House of the Dragon. Though. House of so the, the Dragon. House of the Dragon <laughs> great. I didn't mean. To... Oh my god, he's
3: watching the uh, watch shows. You watch House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Have you have you watched uh, Abbott Elementary? no no I think you'd like it you should watch do you know what that show's about Mm-mm. that show is about like a uh, like an underfunded school I'm trying to remember maybe I think it might be an east coast thing if there were less TV but I was thinking them. I always Ra- Rachel my wife she p- puts it on she watches it all the time and I always think about you when I watch it why because there's always like 30 background kids because it's, it's set in an elementary school every single so episode
1: do the shows? I have a lot of background. Remind. I always think that, about you,
3: yeah. and I, there's certain scenes in in that Lord of the Rings show where I was thinking about you. Or in terms just of when just you so, see just, just like directing period background, and having to like make sure people were you know doing their period
1: things. But for, for kids, folks I was listening, like, I ran background like. But for ki-
3: but for that for that show, I'm always just long. like I'm, I was always just like man, 30 kids, and I guess you know there's a lot of the same kids so that are there all the time, so they might not be background background. Because a lot of the kids have like featured speaking parts, but a lot of the kids are like, you know, you can tell they're just kind of like staring off into the distance a lot of the time and not looking. And I'm always like,
1: they've all been working for 14 hours. Yeah, I'm always thinking about Stuart's days if he was doing this show. Any fucking way. Anyway, so he steals an exit pass and escapes the land of death. He gets back to downtown, but then Monkey Bone. He's like, I love you, buddy. We're going to get back to my body, and it's going to be great. I'm going to propose A Julian Monkeybone gets out of hammer. It's like, that's right, fucking Stu. I'm going to get back to your body. Well, bam! Hits yeah. Stu in the head and then runs off with the exit pass. Stu's like, no, Monkeybone, what are you doing? He gets on like the trajectory thing, plugs in the exit pass. It's like, here I come! And then... You know, like, like the like the pilot and um uh Independence Day when the the alien gunship opens up and he's like, All right, you alien scumbags, up yours! <laughs> that son of a bitch did it. <laughs> it's, like it's
3: monkey bone going is into idea, his mouth. Is the idea that him and like hypnosos or hypnos? So just had a plot. Like the, the way, it, plot. Yeah, the yeah. way it was. Why, what's Monkey Bones investment, do you know? So he gets to be in the real world he gets to be in the, oh, real,
1: world, in the real world and he creates a land of like nightmares evidently this is where the prison could have been actually kind of interesting so monkey bone gets on the trajectory thing and goes back to Stu's body by the way they're about to pull the plug yeah because Stu it's been three months i guess yeah stu has been in the the land the downtown for three months and hasn't made any progress uh just then decides to try to find an exit pass uh, lazy <laughs> right? this is He knows I, where it is <laughs> Yeah he knows where it is He knows what to do but it's it's Not really like takes Stu is like the, the
3: hidden key to getting a, a pass Yeah He's tall and can hide on his shoulders I guess
1: Like that's it I don't know I don't know So So yeah the whole, So Monkey bone gets back Stu. in Stu Miley's body And he wakes up He's like meow, meow. He starts talking in ape yeah. form And then eventually Woo! one of the nurses has to like try to subdue him and then one of them gets a taser out and he's like you know shut up you stupid ape and he grabs it and he's like no get your hands <laughs> off me you damn dirty ape <laughs> no he talked the ape spoke,
0: <laughs> the <fucking just> spoke.
1: <laughs> Planet it Rise the planet of the apes good movie i like that
0: Get your oh, hands off me, you, me, you damn, damn dirty human. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Tim Burton flipped the script and they were yeah. like, whoa.
1: Whoa. 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 Uh, <laughs> 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 when did the Tim Burton rise? 2000. Play? Uh, a year so before Right this. around this time.
0: That movie looks incredible with all the prosthetic work. That's Yeah. Incredible. Paul Giamatti also should have gotten an Academy Award for that movie. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is the star of that movie. Yeah. That movie is dire. It's really bad. Except any time Paul Giamatti walks on screen, he's this orangutan. He's like, hey, what's the big idea? It's me, Paul Giamatti, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he like, refers to himself as Paul Giamatti. with The
1: prosthetic work in that movie is
0: amazing. Yeah. No, Rick Baker. It was Rick Baker, right? mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. He's incredible. It is amazing in that movie. Tim Roth like struggled for months in that performance, <laughs> only for it to come out and no one to like it. That was like Lady Gaga for House of Gucci where she like spent the whole press tour being like I struggled for months. I couldn't get out of the headspace. I ate so much pasta. for the... She's like, oh, like, <laughs> what? She struggled. And
3: then the movie comes out. Everyone's
2: like, <laughs> I ate pasta for
3: six years with this fucking role, And by the time I got on set, I couldn't stop doing.
0: <laughs> and the movie comes out. And people are like, yeah, she's pretty good now. didn't get any awards. That's what it fucking takes, then, Jeff. It's did did anybody watch takes, House
1: right? of Gucci? I did. It's a big pretty thing. good. Yeah, that's like a big adult-sized hit. I did not watch House of Gucci. It's pretty good. I liked it. Okay. I just, it's just funny how much she went in on that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Monkey Bone is now possessing Stu's body. Every and this time you all... say Monkey Bone, I just go. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. This all was a plot by it's Monkey Bone and Hypno because Monkey Bone wants to be in the real world. It doesn't want to be a figment of the imagination anymore. That's a real. That's a real motivation. I can understand that. I can attach yeah, sure. something to that. Hypno's motivation for orchestrating the whole thing. Is because that they want new nightmares. And so what they do, because they send Stu to this prison. Who's in prison with him? Jack the Ripper? Stephen King. Uh, at one point we see like we, we see like a bunch of different serial killers and terrifying like Stephen King's just there because he's No, but I got a problem with this. Well what can I finish my thing yes. real quick? Because this is the mechanic that's interesting. So presumably, presumably um Stephen King, who's still alive, right? Yes, not Jack the Ripper and all those other serial killers, but Stephen King's still alive. But you can take this pattern and apply it to everybody in the jail. What happened was that Jack the Ripper and all these serial killers got into like a coma or a really bad dream. They swapped them with somewhat a figment of the imagination from the downtown to take over their body, to then commit all the horrible atrocity crimes. Which spawned nightmares and like horror movies and horror books and shit like that. So what this movie is saying is Jack the Ripper did never murdered anybody. It was someone from downtown who possessed Jack yes, the Ripper but to kill everybody. Stephen King is not Stephen King. Is it? It's is it, Cujo. But, no, but here's my problem.
0: It's a literal ghostwriter. Stephen King wrote eleven books before Cujo that were horror books. <laughs> This doesn't work. This simply doesn't work.
1: I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, this doesn't fucking work.
0: What, he like wrote a bunch of nightmare stuff and then Cujo took over and continued doing it? There's no change! Right, it's like, what do you gain? Yeah, and like... This guy's and, already and making... if Cujo had possessed him, that means he had to have written Kujo before Carrie and just like banked
1: it for 12 years. Well, I guess it makes sense in some way. Cujo,
0: it took Cujo eleven years to be like, all right, I'm gonna finally write my story. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It, it
3: doesn't, doesn't work make any fucking sense because
1: it wouldn't make sense if
3: it he... makes us little
1: sense. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes sense. It makes sense if he had written Cujo, then Cujo became a figment of Stephen King's imagination, right? Who like Monkey the, Bone. Who are the other and sort then of figures Cujo there? takes remember... over Stephen King's body and continues writing horror movies, yeah, like books. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work because, A, like you said, he had not written Cujo yet. And, B, he's been writing books ever like the, yeah. the same ever since. So nothing was to be gained. Yes. They could have less. Cujo Stephen-
0: just took over his body. He was like, all right, I'm going to continue writing pretty good horror books.
1: Right. What do they want to do? Maybe Stephen King didn't want to write horror books anymore and he was going to retire. And th- the uh, then Hypno was all of a sudden like, no, we can't let that happen. We're going to replace him with Cujo. So he continues writing horror books. But we never know that. We never learn about that. We don't. But it also makes me think about who's Jack the Ripper's figment. Everyone's on their phones now. I'm
3: trying to pull up. the I'm trying to figure out who else is in that little scene with Jack the Ripper. I'm trying. Who else is in that? It's Jack the Ripper, Stephen King. Who else?
1: <sighs> there's a there's a few other folks. I don't remember though.
0: Yeah, that, that's all the important ones. I think I it. If the
3: that. whole movie looked like the golf course scene, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If the whole movie looked like this or felt like that been pretty good yeah i don't know you I guys per-
0: should like start
3: you guys should like have the movie playing the whole time and then your goal is to beat the movie finishing so you
0: just play it <laughs> oh we have already exceeded the length of this movie this movie it. is 93 minutes long yeah,
1: yeah. it feels fun. longer though yes this movie no feels, it does it's like a really it long it feels 90. long it's a really <laughs> long i want to get to the
0: katan stuff so Sh- speed, oh, run run speed run there. Speed, speed run there so
1: we forgot to mention that she the julie it's gonna wants to try juice. Yeah, she wants to try to like wake him up by injecting him with nightmare juice. That's what they call it in the movie. We're not lying. Yeah. Calls it nightmare juice. She injects him. He gets like a nightmare but gets pulled out of it. There's no consequences for that. Except that it creates a nightmare juice so cut to monkey bone and stew miley's body he's all of a sudden like yes merchandising merchandising, merchandising. like merchandising much yes uh uh uh, uh mel brooks and space balls yeah. uh merchandising merchandising space balls the cereal box space balls the lunchbox, box space balls the flamethrower the yeah. kids love this one Except- <laughs> monkey bone monkey bone and, and then, I'm like, how is this, this show isn't a marketable success yet. <laughs> and so they're going. It was a four minute pilot. They're going through all these like marketing meetings with all these merchandising specialists. And what they settle on is that they create this monkey bone doll that has its finger up its ass. But what's up its ass is like particles, like a gas, it's like a fart gas, it's like, a fart gas. It's like a fart gas thing. And then monkey bone in Stu miley's body which has an abysmal haircut by the way with some strange facial hair options it's... i don't want to nope no no hair <laughs> ranking no, the music. no.
3: no! <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck this Walk is my first it. travolta you guys doing that it, i don't know why you guys are even doing a hair ranking for uh Frazier. i don't know for because we
0: couldn't think of anything better so jeff just can, just I, can i be honest i mean it. it's
3: fucking george of the jungle i don't know what yeah. what I, else
0: it actually george of the jungle is number one
3: yeah i don't know what else it would be
1: can i be honest with yeah. you jeff i have not been putting the music in a lot of the latest episodes. what yeah <gasps> stewart I, ha- I i haven't had a lot of time to edit so stewart. I. I'm
3: stop fucking rushing him jeff why are you rushing him to get these episodes out
0: Hey, we're on a. Two you're not letting. Two you're week not week letting his
3: artistic. You know, you know what I'm saying. You're trying to fucking market this shit and get it out there, Jeff. We're not we, letting we it just. We can talk
1: about something off mic. Okay. There's That's some. Fine. We can talk about something That's off fine. mic about it. That's fine.
0: Put yeah. fucking monkey bone on this list.
1: I forgot I sit bad at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so should I do two looks for this one? The monkey bone stew and the stew stew.
0: What do you think, Mark?
1: Because monkey bone stew is going to the fucking bottom. Below Sinbad above Simbad, okay, Sinbad. below Sinbad. in the army now. Remember Simbad? I don't want to. Uh, oh, I have to do this there... movie gives me a headache. What gives you a headache? This fucking movie
3: gives me a headache, and I wish it didn't. I wish it made me feel good and happy. You know what I'm saying? No. Don't you want that from movies? You do want that from movies. Don't you want to not be stressed out when you watch movies? Yeah. It just you know, you're like you're like not stressed out going into it, and then you watch the movie, and then you get really stressed out when you get into it, and then you finish watching the movie, then you come to your friend Jeff's house and you talk about the movie that stressed you out, and talking
1: about the movie stresses you out. Yeah. Uh so I put monkey bone possessed as like second to last, just above Sinbad, Beyond the Veil of Mist. The other one is pretty regular. It's, it's pretty regular. I think the best version of it is at the very end when he's by
3: the fountain,
1: and yeah, he kind of he gets to
3: flick his hair for a second. I'm gonna put that to one
1: it. above Twilight of the Golds. Ooh, number six.
3: Number six. So what is it? Is it George Airheads? Rick um, O'Connell. I don't know. It's a great look. It's very, it's, it's sort well, of like I'll, he's got I'll, his. I'll, sort I'll run of, through it. I'll run through it. He's got his parted bangs. What do you call it? You know, it's the yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. it's the McDonald's thing, kind of
3: yeah. McDonald's. No, it's like the Disney boy look. You know, he's got that Disney boy sort of open
1: forehead, yeah. hair on the side look. Yeah. Um. So. So the finger in the ass monkey bone doll.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <Of, of, laughs> I'd buy it. Well, so I'd buy it.
1: Cool so toy. So monkey bone stew has his plan. He's gonna get the nightmare juice from Julie. Yeah. There's a whole scene that we'll talk about, but. He's gonna get the the juice from Julie's sleep specialist, inject it into all the monkey bone dolls' asses. A lot of juice. He does it in his
3: garage, by the way. He does it in his funny. garage just for the funny. All the toys that are gonna go yeah. all over the it's world. All purple. He has them all in, in his, his garage.
1: garage. Yeah, and they're all it's all purple juice. Yeah. There's a funny scene where like the the intro scenes of like possessed monkey bone stew. Uh, we there's a scene where like Julie's in the shower. Yeah,
2: oh, I did like this. And this you is think
1: funny. and you think the camera's gonna pan back, and you think it's gonna be a, a classic 2000s shot where like the monkey bone Stu's like goo goo Gaga over her showering. But, no, but instead it wrong. reveals a TV, and it's monkeys having sex. Yeah, no, and we, then you just see possessed Stu Miley like basically yeah. frothing at the mouth No, because over we it.
0: keep cutting between her silhouette in the shower. In and his him on the bed going, whoa, 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 whoa. and but then you reveal that he's just watching, uh, like Animal Planet of monkeys getting down to business.
1: He, his Pornhub search must be very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Delete that search uh, history. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but
3: he's not limited to it. Because two minutes later, she comes in the room and he's and he's he's gun ho. Re- he's he's yeah, ready, gun-ho. ready to go.
1: Yeah. He's got the monkey bone. Yeah. He's ready to monkey bone. And he then, does like a, 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 a he goes into the George of the Jungle. stage. I wake up. And there you were
0: Like an island whisper
1: Looking for <laughs> no, a- not not fun, singing that
0: song. got the fucking lyrics all wrong <laughs> Dela from Georgia Jungle
1: Yeah. So, anyway, but to fast forward So Stu Miley in the downtown world you. Is down in the dumps He's in prison Rose McGowan Kitty yes. Is all of a sudden trying to get him out Because she was in on the plan but felt bad about it Everybody in downtown was in on this plan About prisoning Stu and possessing his body With monkey bone but Rose McGowan's kitty breaks him out. There's a ferocious scene where she's eating a mouse guard. Yes, yeah.
0: She's, oh gosh, no, no.
3: Step
1: away, she, Stu. She eats, she eats Mickey
3: Mouse.
0: Gosh, I don't know why I'm getting eaten in this movie.
1: So. Um, Imagine that. So Stu gets out. He goes to the underworld. He finds Whoopi Goldberg. And pleads his case. Yes.
0: As, I mean, I frequently go to Whoopi Goldberg and plead my case whenever
1: I need something. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, who's like, I'm like, Whoopi, what's up? She He's like, she, come on the view. And like, because he has unfinished business to like tell the woman he loves that he loves her, yeah. she decides you can get one hour. She's, I thought, I was watching this and I thought I heard them say something about you have an hour. That does happen. But then it's definitely more than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> He's in this like, Bodies like I'll give you what you can get. There's not a lot of corpses you can take over nowadays. Yeah. So we we go through with like monkey bone possessed stew. He's implanted all the juice, nightmare juice, and all the butts of the monkey bone dolls. Starts As one does. There's a grand like museum like a speech that's happening, and monkey bone stew is like getting ready to like. This is the same plot. As the nineteen eighty nine Batman and the two thousand and seven Batman begins, two thousand five Batman begins. But continue. Two thousand five Batman begins. Continue. Do you know what I'm saying? No, fucking. Place. Oh, about like trying. They're to poisoning get... the yeah. water supply with yeah. the fear poison, covering Gotham in this poison. poison. But instead, it's going to go to all these monkey bone <laughs> dolls.
0: No, I got to do my favorite line from Batman Begins. <laughs> I
2: know it. But...
0: If that, that train makes it to the, the mainframe, the, the whole city's, city's gonna, gonna explode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's going to the Chicago guy in Wayne Tower. He's like, oh my god. He's like, fellas, we gotta get out of here. It's gonna blow.
1: Fucking
0: water gonna Jeff, blow.
1: Jeff, I'm not gonna say his name, but on Chicago PD, we like. Er, er, sorry, I said the name of the show. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cut that out. We work on a TV show in Chicago. Um, that frequently uses the CTA Chicago transit authority, where we work on like the train lines and all that shit. And when we do that, we often have to have a CTA rep who's with us. I'm not going to use any names, but this gentleman, he doesn't listen to this podcast, but if he did, he knows who he is right away. Oh, he's that guy. imagine if that guy was casted. This is a very niche joke <laughs> that no one in their audience I'm can understand. to understand, find... Except for people who know this gentleman that I'm talking about who listen to this podcast. Imagine if he was in that 2005 Batman Begins scene <laughs> Wait, like, no, here we go. Uh, hey. I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> okay.
3: I hope you never planned to make money after this thing. <laughs> here, we go, here, we go, here we
0: go, Okay, so this is just Batman... Come on! I wanna well, keep, turn it around and let me at least watch it. I want. I'm trying to find. Oh, the whole water supply is gonna explode. We had such a fun time in, talking about Monkey. Moons. It's pretty far in to the to while watching
3: Petman the Kids.
0: Okay, that, that's the voice I was looking for. I couldn't find the actual line. The
3: Waterman is right, right under, under the, the narrows. narrows.
1: But imagine if it's that other guy that yeah, we're talking about. Yeah. The Waterman is right under the Narrows. <laughs> and that train reaches oh, Gotham Tower. Right.
0: So he fucking he goes to Whoopi Goldberg, he pleads his case, and she's like, Yeah, take this body. He wakes up. Then we go to the good part of the movie.
1: Yes. Chris Catan.
0: Chris Catan.
1: Catan is just
0: crushing.
2: crushing.
1: It. His Olympic gymnast outfit on a hospital gurney, and we see—is the idea that he was in an accident because he's in his Olympic
3: uniform?
0: There's a There's a newspaper that says he died. Yeah, he snapped his neck.
3: Snapped his neck. Performance. And they didn't even take all his gymnast clothes off him. They're just, they just were like, ah,
1: great. He snapped his head. We're just going to harvest his organs. We see a delicious Bob Odenkirk (laughs) wearing scrubs. And he's like, all right, so we got this. This will pay off that car loan. (laughs) We're going to take this. This will pay off your kids' college. And he's just ripping organs out. He's just ripping organs out. His stomach is fully open. Yeah. And, and his neck is like they don't even fix his neck yeah. his neck is like cricked over to the side yeah. and then he wakes up he's like ah it's yeah. like oh my god they do not seem very distressed about a body yeah. just reanimating on the they're table they're just mad that they it, couldn't get the rest of the organs it is the least of their problems
3: <laughs> that a body has reanimated <laughs> the height of their problems is that those organs are now on the move <laughs> <They're> like, fuck <laughs>
2: <laughs> See this it is really, the good stuff. It really is the best part of the movie. Yeah. It
3: really is though. So it just, really is. It's like <laughs> a, I mean, it, practically who let the dogs out might start playing
2: and they all like, who let the form a caravan, out?
3: all the doctors with their masks oh and their scrubs God. on with so, their sauce. Yeah, so like it's a mad. Like, it's, it's like a war rig in Mad Max full <laughs> <both laughs> of just doctors. <laughs>
1: We're not... Like, <laughs> is this is a real thing. Like, on,
0: who's just going so hard for this. He's like... His neck is not attached. So he's just bouncing up and down the whole time. Yeah. He's running around. His stomach is wide open. He, Which he duct tapes it yeah, shut. Yeah, he duct tapes it shut. And then he gets like a pole... Puts it down his back, then tapes his head to the full <laughs> so the thing sits upright. So Katash is running around like the depots. Meanwhile, he's being chased by a caravan of doctors with saws that are trying to get the rest of the organs out. <laughs> <laughs> they chase him to the gala where Monkey Bone is attempting to unveil the poison, more or less. Yeah. Um, and he, the doctors are chasing him up the stairs, Bob Odenkirk and Kirk at the lead and he uses his gymnast abilities to like do like somersaults into the museum where he links up with Julie
1: and is like wait no this is God. the this is the 17 again when Zac Efron goes into the courthouse and reads a letter that her husband who she doesn't know that Zac Efron is the younger version of her husband and he reads a letter turns out the letter is blank and it makes her believe that this is a younger version of my husband. It's that moment. Yeah, but Catan, Catan is just <laughs> crushing it. He's fucking crushing it.
0: Stereo you've seen Nope? Yes. That whole scene where Stephen Young's just like Catan was just crushing it. Um, it was me talking about it's this movie. Catan. It's Catan. It's Catan. Catan's playing he Gordy. Just
2: crushing
0: it. I wonder if Jordan Peele watched Monkey Bone before he wrote that scene. Uh, he, he, maybe yeah, i has gotta love Monkey Bone. Well, he, because he just worked with Selick. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so he, maybe he watched Monkey Bone and he was like, "Oh, Katon's playing a ape in this. He's great."
1: Yeah. Um, when did did Jordan Peele work with Selick for a note? When he wrote Wild. *Wendell and
0: Wild*. Oh. Or, it's just how many Selick's in the yeah. movie oh, Cool. That I watched the first twenty minutes of and I haven't finished it. Yeah.
1: Isn't that good? Oh, it's fine.
0: Um, but um, there's a former guest of the show who hates it. Um. But okay, let me, we, let me yeah. pick up the thread. Okay, so Catan's like, they have a moment, and she's convinced that Catan is, in fact, Stu yeah. in this new body. Uh, all things considered, it leads to Monkey Bone being exposed in front of the crowd. And then Monkey Bone runs off, and Stu gives chase. And there's a beautiful chase sequence. Yes, a great chase sequence. Very inventive, actually, I yeah. think. And it's pulled off quite well. There's a lot of fun, like, choreography they're running through i like all the organ stuff yeah are yes. pop, popping out of his yeah his tape kind of falls off and his organs are popping out of his stomach <laughs> and then the kid catches it then, <laughs> what's the line to the kid the baba critic g- goes hey kid that's my organ <laughs> he says <just> like <laughs> don't touch that <laughs> uh, there's one that like flies onto a grill and he's like, it's salvageable, and, it's salvageable, yeah, put and it and on like, ice like, It's salvageable, put it on ice And like the guy's trying to serve it up as a burger um, One of them goes under our lawn <laughs> It's such a good chase scene Because like the core of it is monkey bone and stew Like Fraser and Catan But there's this whole second element of Bob Odenkirk Trying to catch the organs as they fall out That's so good Uh, it ends with them jumping onto a monkey bone inflatable balloon yeah like a big like parade float balloon Mm -hmm. and they're hanging on to it and they have a fight yeah and it ends with them both falling yeah and how
3: does the monkey the monkey balloon get away they pop a hole in its butt yeah no an officer officer a police officer officer is like I can hit it pulls out his gun (laughs) and just shoots it
1: and he goes right in the the butt yeah Yeah. and Um, they crashes and they both die Die? Oh well, they go to um. They both go in like a weird. They both go back to downtown. Yeah, they go to They're downtown,
0: souls. and a big robot Whoopi Goldberg
1: and a Mecha Zord yeah,
0: emerges and catches them. And then Whoopi pops out, and she's like, "You got to go back." But now you figure it out, and she combines them.
1: Yeah. Now I put monkey bone in your head where he belongs. Yeah.
0: I'm like, we great. If the whole movie was building to that conclusion. You know,
1: d- Nope does with a chase scene involving
3: an inflatable, so it does. you might be onto something. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm that's true. About it. That's yeah. true. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I
0: cut you off. No, it does. You're correct. Yep. Nope. So I'm to watch Nope again. Nope. I wish we could just talk about Nope instead of Monkey Bone. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's basically the ending. He comes back and he shaves off his uh, soul patch, and then he and Julie reunite, and they don't have frisky sex like Monkey Bone one. Nope. They never will. Yeah. They'll have. Yeah, I don't they'll
3: really, have. They'll have respectful, really consensual sex. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you you mentioned that we'll be smashing him and monkey yeah.
0: together and I don't know what that's meant to yeah. mean if the, anything. The end of the movie is uh someone saying like, "Oh, David Foley looks in the camera and yells at the audience
1: to take, take, your- your <laughs> take your clothes off! Take your clothes off!" Um, for the some clothes fucking clothes are attacking. Well, and, because he gets infected with the yeah. nightmare fuel and he has a nightmare that the clothes are attacking him. Yeah. So he streaks naked through yep. the museum. And then we got like a little... 30... Not the
3: first time we're going to see a naked Dave Foley. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's people taking their clothes off.
0: Yeah, and then we got a little two, 30 second animated sequence of a bunch of people taking their clothes off and monkey bone just popping out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, revealing that there's a little monkey bone in everyone. It'd mm-hmm. be great if the movie built to that conclusion. <laughs> yeah. be great if that was set up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what? Uh, this might be bold to say, but you know what I like in movies: set up and payoff. <laughs> I like that. I don't know. I'm Are not really big fan? into. I'm not You're... really big into just set up or just payoff. I but tend to like set up and payoff both at once. You're a
1: huge yeah. Chekhov's gun fan.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, Chekhov's butthole in this
3: movie. Yeah, Chekhov's I don't know. butthole.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty.
3: So, did you like
1: it, Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> um you seem to have retained a lot of it though well I I it goes back to what I said at the beginning of the episode which is like this is a very frustrating movie yeah it's a very frustrating movie that you can see a lot of the missed opportunities that it had before mm-hmm. it because I feel like on paper this had the makings of a great movie yeah and it just completely missed the mark on multiple avenues it would have been great if there was like one sliver because I've I've watched movies where it's like they're Not great overall, but they usually get, like, one or two scenes that, like, kind of capture what you want the whole movie to be like. Yeah. This movie does not do that, really. No. and It's all... Every scene is just 1% off or 10% off.
3: And for as much as you did remember, and we talked about it, like, Frazier doesn't come up a lot. No. He doesn't come up a lot. He doesn't kind of, like... He doesn't stand out. He doesn't stand out. He doesn't sort of leave any impression. And, and he should He should either be like So fucking weird That you're like I don't know what to make Of his performance Yeah But you, you kind of you, That's not even the reaction You have I feel like I've seen it all before Yeah What Fraser's doing here Bedazzled Yeah I so haven't much- seen Bedazzled In so long I don't know what's his deal In Bedazzled I,
0: sometimes like the, It has the, like Multiple different personalities The, the most sure. sensitive man In the world In Bedazzled Is kind of just the character He's playing here Or should be playing here Where like She's losing interest in him Because he's too
1: sensitive Yeah
0: yeah, I know, I know. Um, I want to talk about this movie. Is this movie coming out? Oh yeah, this movie comes out February 23rd of 2001. It comes out in February. Um, it has an op. It uh, it makes total uh five million dollars. So it's like a date night release. Yeah, it's like a. It makes five million dollars in the U.S. and seven point six worldwide, on a budget of seventy five million. Damn. <laughs> uh, it loses upwards of. Probably $100 million when you yeah. added marketing. Yeah, that sound you hear was the fucking
1: doors in the jail closing on selling right there. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, well, it's very sad because. it was. A- yeah. After this, he hadn't done anything in, like, until Coraline, really. It's 11 years?
0: He, yeah, he doesn't. He's well, done some stuff, eight but, years, like. Because Coraline's 2009, right?
3: Oh, 9 or 12, 9, maybe. Yeah, because
0: yeah. so he does Coraline, and then he doesn't do anything until Wendell and Wild, which just came out.
3: Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he does like he does uh, a little Life Aquatic. I think he was originally on Fantastic Mr. Fox, probably, and then he goes for somebody else. Yeah, cause so he, he's kind of bouncing around and not. Yeah, he He's visual effects on Life Aquatic. Um, he has some stuff at Disney that doesn't fall through. Shadow King. Yeah, all those things fall through. Yeah, he's at Pixar. Pixar hires him. He worked on something at Pixar, like a stop motion thing. Yeah, and they fire him. They fire. Wasn't
0: him. it Coraline? Or was it to One Wild? Was it Shadow King at Pixar? It was or Shadow was it Shadow King? Something else, maybe? Maybe Shadow King. I don't know. I don't know much about that. But I'm trying to find the the evidence of this. The uh, work with Pixar. Yes, he joined Pixar in two thousand and ten in a long term contract for stop motion films. Um, he's gonna make Shade Maker. It's gonna come out in twenty thirteen, and then it gets retitled the Shadow King. Shadow King. Then Disney cancels it in twenty twelve because they fucking hate working with Henry Selick. <laughs> um, he gets the option to he re he apparently got the rights to Shadow King last year, and he might revive it, is what he says.
3: I'd like to see it.
0: Yeah, I would like to see it. I would I, like to see it.
3: Um, does does it sort of feel like the door? on Fraser's movie star career is shutting after this and Bedazzled and uh
1: um cuz he's going to have mummy he's going to have the mummy return of the, the Come mummy.
3: Out.
0: yeah cuz i i would say not yet not yet we it is like we are seeing the hand at the door
3: but it's even though it's in their unintentional follow-ups to his big success they're not like
0: yeah
1: yeah you i you know well, yeah. after the moment he returns, he still gets the He's quiet American a...
0: Looney Tunes. In turn, he gets Tunes crash. back in action. Crash. Crash is in some ways kind of like a, a yeah. peak for him because he, he wants to be a serious actor. I'm not saying it's the peak of cinema by any means. <laughs> but... I
1: I personally feel like it's the back to back failure of Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor.
0: Inkart and Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, well, Journey Journey does okay because they make a sequel. With the I Rock. feel like by the time Inkart comes around, the door is gone. Yeah, I mean it, it's that. Inkart's the last gasp. It's yeah. Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor is a desperate plea to like hold the door open. Yeah, yeah. It's I think the door is shut by then because he does
3: that and Vice doesn't come back. Yeah, and, after Crash is when
1: it closes. the door is. yeah. yeah. It doesn't crash shut, but it's closing. Because then, like in carts when it closes, yeah.
0: In carts the last gasp, and then G.I. Joe: Rise of Cover, he's in as like a favor, like Summers throws but, him a bone. It's yeah, worth no, like, like a which the next I, movie you're gonna be on, but for. the yeah, but the,
3: the cameo in that is if we'd made this movie in the '90s, like we should have, it would have been Brendan Fraser. Yes, he'd been playing G.I. Joe, and he missed the shot. I think or, it's like
1: worth noting. That, that, am I on G.I. Joe?
3: Hmm? What? I'm on G.I. Yeah, G. you're on G.I. Joe. Hell yeah! I think Seven it's worth baby noting
1: that the door. Does close on Fraser, but it doesn't slam shut. Fraser doesn't have a. Cl- I mean, it
0: kind of gets bolted shut for a few years there.
1: Well, hold no, hold on. He doesn't have a battlefield Earth, right?
0: Yeah, nothing that terribly. That's what I mean. He
1: has a lot of goodwill. It's a lot of like movies where he we can see he's yeah. trying, and it's not like colossal flops.
0: Yeah, the, and he gets he has a lot of goodwill, which is what keeps yeah. him going.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure you'll get there eventually, but.
3: It seems like at some point, some pretty terrible things happened to him in yes. Hollywood, and I think he
0: just decides to take a breath from it all. Yeah,
3: he just yeah he he gets away from it all because it's very toxic and yes. uh,
0: and like he he's he's a, a very back toxic back injuries.
3: Yeah, and he gets very injured. All of his like um, that's why he can't do the big mummy movies anymore. Yeah, because they're like strapping him together by the time. Yeah, the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor. So yeah, they have to have a
0: box of ice. Yeah, that they put him in.
1: You know, like we talk about, like fraser taking like a time off but i mean if you really look at his filmography though he doesn't really take much time off he
0: he is not in a movie for a good few years
1: yes The, the last movie he's in is in 2014 the nut job and then he's in one episode five episodes of texas rising six episodes of the affair one episode of nightcap eight episodes of trust seven episodes of condor one episode of titans 2018 and then the poison rose he's in the poison rose so it's there's a five there is a five-year feature film gap yeah but you know five episodes on a tv show is like
0: it's 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 substantial but he's not like the main character in those shows right he's playing like the seventh rate so he doesn't have to work every day because at this time like you know We'll talk about when we get to it, but like, he gets sexually assaulted, and he's suffering from a lot of health problems. Yeah. And so he cannot really just like, no one in Hollywood is going to hire him because uh, he has got he gets blacklisted. So he has to just work in TV, and he has to work like an undemanding schedule. It's really a sad story when we get it to is. it. It is. It's yeah. so sad. And that's why even if I have, I'll, I'll say I have some problems with The Whale, his comeback movie, I'm, I'm incredibly happy for him. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I actually like The Whale, but we're going to talk about it.
0: We do also get to talk about Line of Descent, which is just kind of insane. What's that? He goes and he makes a Bollywood movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Look at this. this. (laughs) He's the only non-Indian actor in the movie. I think it's cool. In
1: what movie?
0: Line of Descent. Oh. I'll have to check that out. Interesting. Oh boy. But uh yeah, that's I think that's monkey bone. I think we've we've said our piece about monkey bone. Anyone else have any more bones
3: to pick? Good one. Nope. I don't know if it's a thumb down or a thumb up. I think it's a thumb up my butt. Yeah, it's it's a and thumb. It's a thumb. It's a singular thumb. It's just, a thumbs yeah. down
1: for me, but it's a begrudged thumbs down. A I s- wish this movie was good.
0: A sideways thumb.
1: Yeah. I would like to pull the thumb out of my ass and release yeah. like the you know the the nightmare gas, but unfortunately yeah. that nightmare gas is going to be bloated up. For I think the
3: fact that there's like lots of like there's not like a, a huge like monkey bone cult following, midnight screening monkey bone, you know super Yaki t shirt monkey bone yeah. it speaks a lot. to It's sort of like
0: puzzling quality you know yeah there's not like people who are like it's actually secretly pretty good it it doesn't happen i'm sure
3: yeah there are but like it's not like enough to like really yeah revive revive it i don't think it's getting revived i don't know yeah you know
0: what give me monkey bone i'll make a good one give me you want monkey bone i'll take monkey bone i'll make a good monkey bone
3: what are some of your notes you wrote down in your book did you, did you I did not all? write enough
0: notes. I stopped. Yeah, I stopped. I, yeah, I was just like, oh, this is kind of I wrote, sad. I, here are my notes. I'll, I'll speed run them. Erection, Herb Blocking Kiss, Shadow Realm, Glad Max Rebo Still Getting Work, Insane Composite Work, John Carlo, Monkey Bone Possession, Monkey Sex on TV, Dave Foley. Those are my notes for this movie. Nice.
3: And you remembered the plot verbatim, so...
1: I'm just good at that.
3: You are good at that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, thank you, folks, so much for joining us for this episode on Monkey Bone. Uh, make sure to tune next week for episode on the Mummy Returns, uh, joined by my sister, uh, making her travolting debut.
1: Oh, I finally get to meet.
0: Yeah, Stuart finally got to meet my family. He's very excited about it. He talks about it a lot on that episode.
1: He did. And as
3: always what? One timer club, that's all I got to say. <laughs> one timer club. I haven't met your sister, but one timer club. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like f <five>, six timer <laughs> over here. Um please remember to rate, review, subscribe, or whatever platform you're listening on. As a reminder, we are available on Spotify Podcast, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Popstar reddit R slash revolting find us Twitter or Instagram at TravoltingPod email at emailting podcast at gmail dot com. Find me on Twitter at Jeff Sweeney. Are you gonna do variations for that? Do do a lower one. <gasps> Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you listen on. As a reminder, we are available on Spotify, Spotify Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcasts and YouTube. And pop into our Reddit, r Travolting. Travolting. Find on us on Twitter, Twitter or Instagram, Instagram at TravoltingPod. Travolting pod. You fucked it up. <laughs>
1: going to do Jeff As
0: always, special thanks to Rebecca Johnson for our graphic design, Michael Van Bodium-Smith for our theme music, and Ange
2: Gardner
3: for our social media.
2: Tune in next, next week for The Mummy Returns. Returns.
3: Monkey bone. <laughs> <laughs>